And we are live. Hey, Concrete. Uh, what's good? What's good? What's goody? Happy Wednesday, honey. What's popping? <laughs> Happy Wednesday and Wednesday it is. I need a vacation, child. I need Girl. a vacation. I need a vacation from life. <laughs> All that I have, like, I have a million things to do. So I get in this state where if I have to, like, I don't like for my mind to be chaotic. Like I keep everything compartmentalized with lists with, and I have a million things going on right now. So holiday, I have, you know, husband's birthday, your birthday, trying to figure out when we meeting up, linking up, doing all the things. Mm. Um, my best friend's birthday is in a few months. So I'm helping. It's a milestone birthday. I'm helping her plan, like, like do all from A to Z. She She's pretty handicapped when it comes to those type of things. So like everything is on me, oh. everything. And this is like a big birthday thing. Like I'm essentially the party planner doing that. Um, helping my sister with some things, um, Christmas, trying to figure that out. Like daughters, it's baby, I need a clone. I'm gonna get me an assistant. That's no, what girl, I'm gonna teach you this word that I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Don't even, don't say no. <laughs> it's a new word. It's called negative, negative, negatory, negative. No, <laughs> not going to do that. Don't have time for that. And you, you drive me crazy because I feel like half your life should be devoted to the breakdown and then the <laughs> other half should be devoted to your husband and everything really else can fall in line. You know what I'm saying? Until I have something really to does. do. And then, I'm going to tell you something. Cause when I'm overwhelmed, I get itchy. Like I'm not, I'm typically mean, pleasant. Like if I'm, <laughs> if I'm overwhelmed, I'm like, what, what's up? What's going on? Like what, what you need? <laughs> what, what, what is it? What, what? Cause I'm, I'm, look, I'm trying to do this, this, and this. What, what, what else you need? What, what, what you need right now? <laughs> baby, like I'm moving and shaking. I'm moving and shaking. <laughs> I already know. You know how you be cooking in the kitchen and your husband be in the kitchen. You be like, God damn it, move. <laughs> Listen, like I just stand back because literally he will see me. He wait good and ready till I go in there, get ready to fry up some chicken, get ready to mash up some taters, get ready, you know, do the things. And then he come up in there. He want to clean out his mug all slow. Kept getting I'll be like, I'll move and I'll go back towards the refrigerator. Then he want to come towards the refrigerator and got to get some out of I'll be like, God dang it. If you don't get your tail, if you don't get your tail out of here. Just Listen, the very moment they hear you in the kitchen, child, here they, they come. Like, oh, it ain't come. Here they come. Like they they sniff you out. Like, let me tell you something. Me and my husband have this battle, right? We go like every single morning, right? So typically in the mornings, I'll get up, you know, brush my teeth and stuff, and then I'll go upstairs and start working, just working my robe for like the first two hours or whatever, and then I go downstairs. Like my husband sleeps in like later than me. And so he gets up about two hours after I do. And so I I like, he hears me above him. And when I get ready to come downstairs, because certain days I have 
meeting. So I have to get ready. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I have, you know, an hour to get ready or 45 minutes. So I need to go get cleaned up and get, you know, freshened up, shower, whatever, get ready for my meeting. And he like, he darts to the bathroom. Like when he hears it coming down the stairs. And I get so damn mad. Like, I mean, like, I know you heard me coming downstairs. So we be arguing about like the fact that, and we got three bathrooms and it's only us two. But he'd be like, why don't you take your stuff? Like, I'm coming from upstairs where there's a bathroom, whole bath upstairs. But it's like, all my stuff is already in the bathroom downstairs. My face wash that I like to use in the mornings and stuff. Baby, these men, they be trying it. I'll just say that. Yeah, girl. Uh, We don't generally... I generally sleep in, so Curlin usually uh, does stuff first. Until... Until... We have something important to do, like an event to go to. And mm-hmm. then he likes to get ready around the same time that I get ready. And then at first, you know, and I thought it was interesting. He, you know, men like to see the process of you putting it together. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm a person that smiles in the mirror a lot and I talk oh. to myself. And so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is my weird shit. Okay. And so Curlin used to like kind of sit there and watch me. And then I was like, oh shit, you can see me doing this. <laughs> this is like the time that I have to build my confidence up um, okay. to myself in the mirror, you know, and give myself like a pep talk. Cause so, like sometimes mm-hmm. when I go out, I have like, I think I kind of get anxiety. Um, really? Sometimes now, as extroverted as I am, I am an extroverted introvert. So I can be very sociable. I have a good social circle, but I have to have time to retreat. And then before I actually feel like I'm presenting myself to people, I kind of have to kind of get in that mode and I have to kind of build my confidence up. And it's not like I'm just walking around feeling shitty, but I'm I'm very reclusive. You know what I mean? Hmm. And so I have to kind of get my my shit together before I go out. And so if he's sitting there watching me and I'm like, sir, you can't sit here and watch me go through this little give me a minute until I transform into this attitude and personality mm-hmm. that I'm going, you know, I'm going into. And it's not about me not being my real self, but I think there's a, a self that I present, you know, like you gotta okay. go through your process. Listen, yeah. I be upstairs in my little room at my vanity. I come downstairs and my husband be like, Where you going? <laughs> I'll be like, I must be good because um you asked. Like you don't want me to go nowhere without you. (laughs) So I think that is definitely a part of my process. And he was like, I like to watch you. Uh, you know, I I think it's cute that you smile in the mirror at yourself and you um, be kind of but I'd be like, bro, that's my thing. Like you can't watch (laughs) like that's like knowing Batman secrets and stuff like child. Well, that's your husband. He gonna know it all, baby. Like he already see me without makeup. Ain't that enough? I never knew a man would know like all of my most intimate things. Like literally I was in a relationship with my ex for 15 and a half years and he did not know things as intimate as my husband knows, like everything. There's nobody in the world who knows more intimate things about me. Yeah. (laughs) There's nothing like, I don't care what it is. I'll be like, it could be an ingrown hair and I'll be like, babe, I got this ingrown hair. Like whatever it is, I'd be like just as free 
And that's a great thing because I'm very comfortable. If something, in addition, he's into holistic health. So if something yeah. doesn't feel right with me, I'll be like, babe, this is going on with my body. <laughs> you know, whatever it is, right. I'm going to talk to him about it. So I think that's dope, girl. I, I yeah, need, I could sure. do all of that. I just need that, that bathroom time before I get ready. And, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. You know, it's like you can watch this. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> But girl, what's tea? Because it's been a lot going on, child. I mean, child. a lot. Uh, oh my girl, gosh. Let me. Got... Oh, cause girl, I got some too. Go ahead. You you kick us off. I had I I didn't even realize I had things that I didn't even go ahead. But you kick us off. So, have you seen Bad Barbie? Is it Bad Barbie? Bad yeah, Bad Barbie. I don't really know who that is like that. Girl, it's the catch me outside, girl. How about oh, that? Bad baby, bad Barbie. I be getting them confused too, child. Is I think it's cool. bad Barbie. Bad Barbie is catch me outside. Okay, yeah, I seen her. Uh, she looks completely different. Girl, completely different, like black. Mm -hmm. Like sis was me and sis is like on the same color scale. I was like, Shanquisha, what's good? Oh. <laughs> Child, yeah. and you know, a lot of people have issues with that. Do you have issues when a woman decides to blackfish when black women wear blonde hair? You know that TikTok and it'd be like, speak up. That's what I'm like. <laughs> speak up. <laughs> like, sis, you, you, you talking to me, right? Um, do I have an issue? Like, sis, do I have an issue? <laughs> Do you have an issue with a black dude? We on air. Sometimes I be thinking we on the phone, and I be ready to act out. Girl, go on, give concrete. You remember when you I like when I act out? But child, I'll like, be like, I'm bringing forth a pro black be like, issue every freaking week. <laughs> Y'all get the scripted concrete, but that's the real concrete. <laughs> I'm gonna be prim and proper. Mm -mm. Say it out loud, what? so. I tell on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> he downstairs painting. He ain't gonna hear you. But listen, don't worry about it. I, um, it I will say I have a serious problem with white women black fishing. I think that it is. <laughs> look at him. Look at this fool. That fool said, "Look at the panic on her face. They Who? are replaceable." <laughs> Panic, that's what you see. <laughs> First of all, we can never be replaced. We can never even be duplicated. If 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 that if if you feel that that is a uh, appropriate replication of a black woman, then I feel sorry for you because it's not. Um, I absolutely feel that it's offensive for them to, mm -hmm. you know, try to um, replicate, duplicate us trying to be us, you know, I think that is highly offensive. I think that it is disgusting. Um, I think that <laughs> they should be burned at the stake. <laughs> like, oh, I felt like oh it is a egregious act. I what about imitation being the highest form of flattery? No, it ain't no highest form of flattery. It's the highest insult. Like, I want them to for, uh, face the highest freaking punishment for doing it. Like, what the heck? Okay, uh, so what about when we wear blonde hair? I'm not 
buying that. Like, okay, we wear blonde hair. That's not like, are we are we wearing blonde hair and getting our butts deflated and trying to get the melanin sucked out of our skin? Like, I mean, like you yes, got to, some people are. Yeah, that's a very okay. Well, then go find Sammy Sosa and the few Ooh. people that you see, you know, bleaching and trying to be white. They can be. I feel like people who do that because it's so anti-black and so self-hating. They should be. They should face the highest punishment too. Mm. Damn. That so, is... oh, child, I thought she was gonna give her a pass and say, you know, I get it, I understand why yes. people. So mm. she can't. She can't pass for black. You remember how? What? Okay, prime example how black women used to pass. Excuse me, mixed women used to pass for white women. Oh, so pass. This ain't blanc. the same thing. We talking passe blanc? Okay. <laughs> Now, I view it a bit differently because there were societal benefits and in order to elevate in a society that literally was constructed around oppressing black people, that was something that they did in order to try to get themselves and give their children a better life. So there was a, you know, they did it out of need in many instances. I still think that it was wrong, um, but I think that it's different. Um, what what need is she doing it out of? What, what Listen, if is- you understand the power of the light-skinned woman in the Black community and how much power that a light-skinned woman has in a Black community, that is a form of power. Pretty privilege is a form of power. And so, and this is crazy because Wait I just thought about this. Form of power. So how is she? Pretty privilege is a form of power. If she is the average white girl, if she if she is the average white girl, she does not blend in, nor will she stand out amongst people in her own community because they have a higher standard of beauty for themselves, right? Mm. So then when it comes down to black people, black people have always touted the light-skinned um, woman with the pretty eyes as top tier. We know this. And so if she becomes a light-skinned woman, in a black community, which the majority of our people are of darker complexion, then she does stand out more so. And like I said, um, in our community, uh, people do, a lot of people do see lighter skinned women as prettier and they're touted as the top, as top tier. And so she does get a special type of attention while doing that. My thoughts, you know, I I thought it was Um, interesting. I think that so because you can't get attention in your own community, pretend to like blackfish, you wear blackface in order to get attention hey. as a black woman, pretend to be a black woman and, and embody, but, you know, black features and like Yeah, but she people. she started off when she started off with the catch me outside, how about that? Yeah. Um you know was, who she was around, she wasn't around absolutely. all the you trying to appropriate black culture then. Yeah. So then, um, you know, if she's been able to make money a lot, so many women have paved the way for her to make money um, off of culture vulture. Mm -hmm. And so if you see Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian has been a white woman, a black woman. I think she Asian right now, but Kim Kardashian has been quite a few people and People have seen the benefits and the results of that. While you are still getting negative attention, somebody is still talking about you. Um, when she was going, th- you know, we haven't talked about her in a long time. 
People yeah. haven't talked about her in a long time. What better way to black fish and get some attention? Kim is no different though. Like, and I, you know, I, I like I don't have really a lot to say. I've really said my piece on this, but Kim is yeah. no different. Um, but you know, I don't understand Charles Merchant and black men in this space. Why y'all be drawing these false equivalencies? Like, Lizzo is Lizzo pretending to be somebody that she's not? Is Lizzo going into a community and pretending to be and 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 you know, bleaching her skin and changing her eye color and flattening her behind. And like, is she pretending to be somebody she's not? Yeah, she's pretending to be a skinny woman when she put on them little outfits and be rolling around <laughs> anyway, on the and shit. Let's and... move on because we got a lot to talk about. And I don't want to spend so much time on white people today. They uh, ain't my friends. Never will be. I'm just saying. Let's go. <laughs> You bring up the next topic, Concrete. Um, so I saw that Blueface was arrested for murder or attempted murder. Let me not, let me, um, let me get it right. Blueface was arrested for attempted murder, which is unfortunate. Um, it's more unfortunate for whomever he is alleged to have attempted to murder, but, um, Krishan is definitely saying that she riding with her man. And I found a lot of the comments to be very interesting under the post where I saw that he was arrested for attempted murder. A lot of the black women seem to think that this was God's way of giving Krishan a way out. A lot of the black women were saying that, you know, this is God's way of intervening to save Krishan's life. And I found that to be really interesting. I mean, overwhelming amount of the comments felt like God was stepping in to help Krishan by arresting Blueface for uh, attempted murder. And what are your thoughts on the entire situation? I think Black women are absolutely retarded in that <laughs> aspect if they're saying that. There is no more, there's nothing on earth. Listen to me, Concrete. Mm -hmm. Hear me out. Mm -hmm. There is nothing more powerful on earth than the power of a toxic good penis. Mm. Not even God can separate you from Ooh. that good pen when you Ooh, when you the live Lord there. Himself. Not the Lord Himself. And black women have been so underprepared for penis in their life that they <laughs> think that God can actually come in and intervene and have this man arrested. If there was a way for Christian to break into the jail. Trust me, Krishan gonna make would. her away. Listen, if Krishan could go away. out and do an attempted murder in order to be in the cell next to him, I think she would. She probably would. That's possible. She said, wait, I'm gonna go get another tattoo of his face. I'm gonna come out with another chain. I'm a, you know, she is that is not this is not gonna deter her at all. I think no, it's not. <laughs> She's it's gonna not, be it's not even gonna be a loyalty. thought process. And mm -hmm. when we talk, when women talk about this, I'm like, we aren't realistic when it comes down to being in quote unquote love. And especially when it's with a toxic man, we mm. are not realistic. We're not honest with ourselves. We're not honest with our daughters um, when it comes down to dealing with toxic men and mm -hmm. telling them the processes of what to do to get up out of it. Um, somebody failed her in general in the first place because she shouldn't have been in this relationship, but, Facts. but, 
when you look at the comments under the comment section and well, God is going to make her, you know, God, it made her away. If she does not have a focus on getting away from, she is still in the midst of that storm. She is going to ride that storm out. She is all over her social media telling you she is going to ride that storm out. I think mm -hmm. black women need to get a fucking grip. Like, I, do too. I, I mean, really and truly like, I'm going to tell you something. And this came from someone who I was very passionate. A few months back, we had a discussion about women being in these toxic relationships, abusive relationships. And, um, uh oh, that's not even what I meant to highlight. But, um, oh, that but, was me. Um, oh, okay. I was trying to highlight something else. But, um, I was very, you know, um, passionate about my stance on you know women in abusive relationships however i do think that there is a point in time that you have to bow out of interfering like someone yeah. is making a conscious choice whether they are psychologically impacted or not this person right. has the right to say this is what i want and there is absolutely nothing you can do about it other than pray for them and hope that one yeah. day they see the light before it's too late. And that's kind of where I would be with Krishan. In addition, I actually agree with Death Racer 25. Krishan is toxic as hell. She has a drinking yes. problem. She is toxic. She comes from a toxic environment. I don't think that um, Blueface is the only toxic person in this relationship. Facts. All facts. Um, mm -hmm. But everybody will put the blame off on him and talk about what a shit person he is and he's yeah. doing these things to her and he's doing it's his fault and he's doing but nobody will ever typically look at the woman and say what the woman is participating in um that woman will jump on your ass she would be one of the ones that if they were in an actual physical altercation and you jumped on him she would be actually be one of the ones to jump on you she you got she it won't? and handle it you think she won't she <laughs> Girl, please. So, um, I agree. Yeah, yeah uh, but, but I, I just I thought that was super interesting. Um, because I had that down as a topic too. Child, let's, but are we ready to get off into? Yeah, something? let's move on because we got quite a few things to talk about. So let's move on to the next one. Okay, what you got, girl? Um, okay, I thought. Okay, let me. Um, so the next thing I wanted to bring up really quick, I think, uh, is did you see the information that came out about the two teachers losing their jobs after the community found out about their OnlyFans accounts? And I really could not wait to bring this up because last week when we talked about um the uh. I, I keep wanting to call him Young Miami's baby daddy, but I know that that is not who he is. However, that's where I know him from. Um, the gentleman who has the child with Young Miami, um, his son, Young Miami's baby daddy. <laughs> he's the he he's the lower grade here. Anyways, um, the the video that brought with his son um, brought to light about the teacher and you saying that his teacher should not have lost his job. And I wanted to know, did you feel that the two teachers, the husband and wife teaching duo that lost their jobs after the community found out about their explicit only the kids were the ones who found their um, OnlyFans accounts. Um, if you feel like they should have lost their jobs. Yes. So um, let me let me, I want to know why, and I know why you probably think differently about it. So let me ask you, why do you feel differently and feel that they should have lost their jobs um, in this case? 
Um, let me, Gaston, baby, I ain't got to try, baby. I'm already back in y'all's good graces. Shit, I'm here. You here. <laughs> Let's hug. Let's hug it out. <laughs> Stop holding a grudge. That's y'all fucking problem now. You holding a grudge. You talking about shit that happened three weeks ago. We we here today. Chill mm-hmm. out. You got to relax. You know, oh, Southside. That's his name. You know, Gaston. Yeah. Gaston and got messy. I don't know who what these women in Atlanta doing to Gaston, but he been coming over here real angry. Mm, real ragey. Go ahead. What's so? What's your? Why you think? Chow. I am of of the type of person. If you if you have children and teenagers that have seen you naked, have seen your body. Um, they are not going to respect you the same way. And it opens up too much room for disrespect, especially, um, with young impressionable people who don't really have a mind of their own and tend to follow behind dominant people. So if you have a class clown or some shit and the class clown is not afraid of any repercussions, ain't afraid of you calling his mammy, um, and, and them talking crazy to you, that's what them children going to do. And they will embarrass your ass. And I feel like you would continue to go through certain types of, um, maybe I shouldn't call it trauma, but you're definitely going to get talked about. They're definitely going to snicker at you. Somebody is definitely going to re- uh keep passing the pictures around you know once it's on the internet it's there you're not going to be able to escape that and so if you are calling yourself in a leadership position like a teacher and you're trying to teach these kids these kids gonna show their ass with you you gonna be mad every day you gonna be wanting to fuck some of them kids up you ain't gonna be able to do that and so you're gonna end up quitting anyway so i think it's better that you you be done with it and you go on about your business and maybe well, you you get online and help write papers or something do something well, like that's that. interesting because that's a different response than i was expecting now i will say when I looked at the comments under this post, a lot of people were saying that the teachers should not have lost their jobs, that it's the school system that's not paying these two teachers enough, that they had to moonlight as OnlyFans, um, you know, have with the OnlyFans account that, you know, and the woman went on to say that literally she had picked up, you know, doing extracurricular things at the school and coaching and doing tutoring because she has kids at home and her and her husband's salaries were not enough enough to, you know, make ends meet that she was forced to do OnlyFans because the school system didn't pay enough. And the interesting thing, though, is one of the videos was shot in a classroom on the school premises. (laughs) (laughs) And her husband (laughs) shot the video in a classroom on the school premises. And people were still saying that they should not have been fired. I say get rid of that now. Now. Right now. Girl, not the husband talking about getting the bitch. I'm going to leg right here. <laughs> Baby, they got juices and berries all over them kids' desks. Like, like, concrete. <laughs> like, that is not right. I'm going to tell you something, baby. I, I would have a whole problem with that. I'm going right up to the school, up to the school oh, board. Yeah. Let, let show, me find out if they can afford I would show my uh-huh. ass, but I wouldn't show my right ass. Up right now. Listen, I, look, I'm going to tell you something. In addition, why do people think school, there is a moral clause in your contract with the school. Like mm. these schools are not, what, what, why would you think that you get to do whatever? You can't be at, uh, promoting
saying um, racist propaganda and be a teacher. You can't sell drugs and be a teacher. You can't, you know, sell <laughs> and be a teacher. Like there are no. things that you cannot do. You don't get to do what you want and still be a teacher. I actually follow teacher talk and the teacher, they're very strict. You can't even post certain things on your public uh, account where you're, it's linked to people know that you're a teacher. You can't like even post them bathing suit pictures and stuff like that. You have to yeah. be careful love like well, let me make you holler girl as many as, as the way at, at a certain point at a certain point any and every damn body gonna be teaching them damn kids because the teachers aren't making enough so they're yep. having to hire any and everybody so the drug dealer down the street he getting ready to be time. a teacher i'm um, trying to the only models they getting ready to be yeah. teachers i mean any and every damn body it's just gonna have there's to be a teacher shortage major teacher shortage yeah yeah nobody right. wants to teach your badass kids for eight hours a day that's um, true while you won't offer your child no correction you're expecting me to teach your children parent your children be your child's mama and daddy i got to come in on my extra damn time off to come up with lesson plans i gotta sit around and wipe your ch child's tears <sighs> I got to stop your That's fucking child from bullying saying, other children. It's child, the kids' please. fault. What the kids doing on OnlyFans anyway? It's them middle schoolers, them bad A middle schoolers' fault. That's sure what a lot is. of the people were saying. No, yeah, it's not. Nobody bust it open on the desk of the, of the, of the school. Ma'am, like, ain't nobody tell you to do that but your husband. Wow. Listen, um, now mm -hmm. Becky didn't have to get around and lie like that because <laughs> Becky could have just did OnlyFans and been done with it. But Becky wanted to be greedy. And that's the yeah. reason they became teachers was to use the damn school for, for props <laughs> and stuff. So, child, I don't know. Stick your pencil somewhere Shot. else, child. Let's yeah. <laughs> That part. Shout out to Mr. Curlin. He says, there's a million ways to make money, but they chose that one, knowing the possible repercussions. Hashtag, I don't feel shit. Yes, bro, Curlin. Yeah, I, I mean, sis, you ain't have to get up on the desk in that chat. Leave them folks. Leave them people's problems Talking about let's go in a supply closet. Girl. I'm already knowing. He probably had her pent up on the chalkboard. Like they doing all kind of freaking nasty. Like, I know it. Maybe they was doing all kind of stuff around that classroom. Oh my God. Concrete. But what else you got, child? Are you really concrete? listen i am get out of here anyways what else you got y'all trying to get me messed up out here girl tell me about danaea jackson honey i've been seeing some stuff Ooh. from danaea child the helmet of salvation y'all know who danaea jackson is that's Derek jackson's wife mrs helmet of salvation herself Mm. If they can uh, have money to play, um, get Fortnite and all these other little games they play, you know they got mom and daddy credit card. Listen, and it, you know we have our child has a little debit card, but we have mm. to. Girl, I got all kind of child. They be like, oh, you're invite, you're violating the children's privacy. I'm like, Do you oh, Solomon a got a credit card. Uh, he not a credit card, but he has a debit card. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, you're violating the children's privacy. I'm like, he's gonna have to be the one to break that generational curse. Um, <laughs> that that's gonna have to start with him. I, I believe in violating privacy, child. You don't do gentle parenting. 
Uh, yeah, at first, and then you know them children don't listen to that kind of shit, child. My child, <laughs> listen. Um, Curlin had put Solomon on punishment. We not mm-hmm. not just Curlin, but we put Solomon on punishment. And Solomon know that I'm a he knows I'm a punk, and I would be the one to advocate for him getting off punishment and shit early and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, I'm gonna fight his cakes. You know, I'm, I'm you know, look. That's what mama do. Mama gonna Child, fight. The and he know. And so what his little ass do? He come up to me. He hugged me. Mom, I love you so much. Mom, you are the best mom. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And I'm eating this shit up. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. my little baby. And he was like, yeah, but um, can I get off punishment? You know, Nick. <laughs> He didn't even know how to be slick enough with it. So I'm, I'm like, you're, you're, I was like, you're manipulative as hell. And no, <laughs> you cannot. And I felt some type of way because he really tried the manipulation like <laughs> outright. Like, oh my, he yeah. got to do better. Like, I, he yeah. got to like, I'm he like, got to suggest it and make it seem like it's your idea. No, like, a homeboy to- was like, yeah, you, you, you the best mom, but can I get our punishment? <laughs> be, a, be a better mom. I, I'm like. Oh you tried it i I cannot um shout out to mad scientists where are these kids getting credit cards to even get on OnlyFans in the first place hell's prop Mm -hmm. never mind child i'm gonna take y'all too fast today i'm gonna leave it alone i'm gonna leave it alone oh so we was talking about danaya oh yeah yeah. ain't no no privacy when you're a joint account holder right um yeah Danaya Salvation of Helmet Jackson <laughs> went off on the peoples. Um, so I don't know if Derek Jackson was out late having Bible study with other women's again and didn't come home. I don't know what prompted this, but all of a sudden she uploaded a video with putting a curse, putting a curse on folks, <laughs> literally. Going the hell off. Mm-mm. Um, telling people she wishing that people become widows, that their children no longer have a mother and father, saying some of the most despicable and vile things that I know are not of God, not of any God that I know of. So wow. Yeah, I just found it to be very interesting. No one knows what prompted these videos. She said people need to keep her and her husband names out of, out of their mm. mouths. And um, yeah, if, if not, you know, she's cursing them. She's wishing, you know, them nothing but ill will. So I found it interesting, child. Um, I I think um it's probably a hard, hard journey for her. Um, Mm -hmm. being a very religious woman in today's world and Mm -hmm. then dealing with a man that is a known womanizer Um, anything that he does uh, especially if it pertains to another woman is always going to be suspect always going to be suspect and being that he's a public figure um, people are definitely going to judge him harshly and that leaves leaves her open for um, their scrutiny as well and so I, I I just think that she's probably having a super duper hard time um, when it comes down to, you know, people, anybody see Derek and, you know, Derek out there um, still flexing on need, you know, Derek's still out here fine, shy. And so, you know, um, Cornea. still doing whatever, you know yeah, what I mean? Cornea. 
But you uh, said he corny. He corny, girl. Popcorn corny. He is corny. Corn like extra corny. Buttery corn, honey. Uh, Just ugh. Listen, your looks cannot over cannot supersede your corniness. I love corn, (laughs) corny ass. Like corny as hell, child. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, not sure what set her off, but she need prayer because that's not of God, sis, and that's not very godly. And they need to sit you down up out the pew pit, uh, up out the uh, pool pit, until you get right with the Lord, because you shouldn't be wishing. Well, it sound like he was gonna say out the pubic. <laughs> get out of there, concrete. Come that's your that. mind. But anyway, you been talking dirty all day, until you get right with the Lord, sis. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, but um, you are you ready to get off into this topic, or did you have something else? No, girl, let's get off into the topic. <sighs> Why the manosphere use pick me's as attack dogs, roof, roof, Rottweilers, uh, pit bulls, uh, German shepherds. I bet she reading from Psalms that curses your enemies and their children. Guarantee you, she was that Psalm is the death. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. You were uh, serious about that. You 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 look at her face. Baby, she wasn't playing. Good afternoon, Obsidian. He says, Good afternoon, ladies. Question. Given that Derek Jackson enjoys a combined social media following of five million followers, why aren't black women asking him to? Um, this to is the thing. Them. That's the uh, he that was an unfinished uh statement. Oh. Oh, oh, okay. Why are asking um black why why aren't black women asking him to protect them? Why aren't they asking him to devise a plan to protect the community? Um, this is the thing. You have some men that are good for the purposes that they are good for. Um, black women knows penis from uh worker bees. You know what I'm saying? There are some guys that should only be used. For those purposes and then you have guys that should build now you guys say that uh these should be the same person but uh, a woman that may be good for you um may not be the one woman that is quote-unquote good to you um and you know what i'm saying like attraction rules um and we know that and you were one of the main components of that message that i bought into to say that um you know when people are attractive you know women put their attraction first above uh anything else so i think that's in addition i don't think that um black women are beach? Asking, oh uh, you shouted out beach i ain't hear nobody say her name but shout out oh, to oh beach, no girl. i don't think you did thank you thank you thank you so much beach. but I do want to highlight that um, I don't think that black women are asking one sole person for protection. Black women are asking black men. And that includes, that is inclusive of Derek Jackson. But no, there's no expectation that black that Derek Jackson would be able to protect the, all black women. Um, yeah. I think that it would be a fair question for black women to ask Derek Jackson why he's not promoting a message of, you know, uh, black women needing protection or, you know, encouraging um followers or encouraging black men to do more to protect black women i think that that would be those would be fair questions but black but Derek jackson in of himself cannot just you know protect black women for all we know maybe he does protect black women in his presence 
That could be true. Could be. I mean, you know, uh, I definitely know that he he prays over the witcher call it, you know, before he's getting ready to hit. You know, please don't let my wife find out. Please, God. You know how that goes. <laughs> that part. Um, um, shout out to Obsidian again. He said, no, it's not. Stop ooh. it. I've actually attended his events and he is oh. never asked to get involved in the black community i think you're wrong he's asked to get involved in black communities vaginas and that is getting involved with the black community um lots of women approach Derek jackson for the purposes of sex um because that's all they feel that he's worth and to pat them on the ass and tell them what a good woman he they are um so i think that's his purpose and i think women kind of recognize that that's the purpose mm. that he serves Nobody takes Derrick Jackson as a serious thing. Do you take Derrick Jackson serious? Um, I, I, the most I've heard of Derrick Jackson has been um, clips from Obsidian, but um, I will say that Derrick, ja I, I will say that that is a fair question. I think that Black women feel because he panders to Black women that they don't have to push that messaging of which what are you doing for the community because he's boosting the egos of black women like we ain't concerned about what he's doing for the community he boosting our egos that's enough like i do think that that's a valid question um but i think that black women are selfish in that way that they feel like he boosting our egos We're, why are you know they're only concerned about what you're doing for the black community when you're critiquing black women that part Oh, concrete with the yeah. let's go. Yeah. I love it. Um, girl, but why is do you feel that the manosphere is using pick me's as attack dogs? What are your thoughts on that before we actually get off and see it, honey? Um, I think that the manosphere is, um, as it relates to pygmies, I think that pygmies are willingly signing up to be used as attack dogs. I think that pygmies are one of um, pygmies are going out of their way to prove their loyalty to the manosphere, to men in general, and they want to be of service in any way possible. So I think that pygmies are elated to be assigned any task to that would. Uh, aid them in pro proving their loyalty to men. So I think that, you know, they're jumping at, they're chomping at the bit, jumping at the chance to show just how loyal they are. And if that means attacking other black women for the sake of getting recognition or a pat on the head or not even that, um, just simply for um, bragging rights, then they're willing to do it. I think that, yes, in many, in some instances, black the manosphere is taking advantage of that and, you know, um, setting them up in instances and saying, hey, you know, pointing out or highlighting women that they feel need addressing or women that they feel uh, are stepping out of line. Uh, but I don't think that the black man well, that the manosphere, since we use the word manosphere, but or the black manosphere has to do much to get them to um, play the role of attack dogs because they're, you know, happy to do so. 
Um, but I think the reasoning behind it is because black men feel like there's a deficit as it relates to women showing their loyalty. There's been a deficit mm -hmm. for years um, as it relates to, you know, women standing up in defense of black men. Um, for years, you know, there's been these talking points that have been used in relation to black men and them ain't being ish and black men and, you know, them not being able to hold their own black men and them not, you know, um, not um, doing the, um, not essentially having their, having intact manhood mm -hmm. and nobody standing up in defense of black men and saying, you're wrong. And I disagree. Um, most women, even those women who disagreed would just sit silently by. So to have women who are actually willing to stand up and say, you wrong, I disagree. And not only disagree, but to attack women on the other side mm -hmm. and um, you know, say negative things about them, they are relishing in it. They are enjoying it. They're sitting back, you know, smoking cigars, drinking bourbon, and <laughs> watching the mudslinging match. So that's kind of why I think that is. Why do you think? Well, child, um, I was thinking about this and I was thinking about the premise of, um, so when you have women that actually go after um, women who, who have spoken bad against black men, I, I think it could be twofold. I don't necessarily know or think that it's them using um, the women more so than women wanting their own notoriety in that aspect. And so when I was thinking about it, um, you know, and the statement has been made to me a couple of times. I've heard it made to a few other black women, um, you know what I'm saying? Or, or women in general that have been in the space and they've gone after black women specifically. Um, I've heard women say, well, you know, you, you letting them use you as an attack dog. And so it kind of made me um, do a bit of soul searching and really thinking about this. Okay. So when I go after certain talking points, and I, I actually don't believe in going after people's personal life unless they've come from my personal life. But if I choose to attack your talking points, I don't think that's me attacking you. I think when we go into the weeds of things and we, we start to attack um, people's personal lives and, and attacking them, you know, attacking their character um, versus their talking points, um, then I kind of feel like you kind of go in the weeds of things. And then I feel like it's, it, it's definitely a thing for notoriety and popularity. If you're able to defend certain arguments or certain people's, uh, talking points, then you do get a lot of love from the space. You do get rewarded from the space. Um, but do you think that, do you think that women are actually rewarded for doing those things? So um, I actually don't think that there's a real reward for most, uh, for the most part. Um, I think that there are some women that receive recognition, but I think that the, there are some pygmies that receive recognition, actually. Yeah. But the recognition isn't really for them being a pygmy. It's more for their attraction. Um, they just happen to be pygmies. Um, they're mm. recognized because they're attractive. And um, you're attractive and you're saying things that I like 
However, there are women who say, who have the same talking points, but um, may not, um, may not register on the scale of attractiveness where these women register. And as a result, they don't receive the same type of recognition. So I think that the recognition really is stems from, hey, there's this woman that I would love to sleep with if I had the chance and she's saying things that I like. So that's where the recognition really comes from. It's really, it has, you know, less to do with you know, them being pick-me's or their talking points and more to do with the fact that um, these, their sexual market value. So um, that's what I think. So do you really think it has something to do with attractiveness because you have women that are considered conventionally unattractive that also have the message that also seem to do well? Um mm. What, yeah. you, what are your thoughts in regards to that? So th there are a few, but majority of the women who you see, especially those women who come in the space and take off that don't have to put in years and years of work and, you know, have to prove their loyalty and still get shit even after the years and years of work. Um, it's, it's the, there is a, a major attractive component to them. Those okay. women who do fare well, um, they've had to prove their loyalty and they are typically, and wouldn't be necessarily traditionally attractive are, um, they are, um, they've been unrelenting in their talking points for years. They have not mm -hmm. wavered in those talking points and they could not because if they did, if they stepped out of line, people were looking for an opportunity to say, gotcha. And they had to prove themselves for an extended period of time. And they were, um, and in some instances, uh, these women had, you know, backgrounds that allowed them to um, backgrounds that maybe made it easier for them to um, accept like red pill uh, ideology and things of that nature. So it might have been an easier transition for them. They didn't have, you know, maybe some of the struggles that you and I would have because we're, you know, raised in a Western society and maybe do not have that same background. Um, right. But also they had to, you know, prove themselves over an extended period of time. Whereas there are some women that can come in and if she has a preferred look, um, you know, she can tout those talking points for a month or two and, you know, and she'll see, be successful in the space. But what do you think? Um, about the same question that you just asked me. Um, oh, what, what, what was the question? How did you frame it? You said, <laughs> um, oh, do they get rewarded? Okay. Child, I had got lost, child. Um, okay. I know you, kind of, you asked a follow-up question. And I, yeah. Well, I, um, I do think that they're rewarded. I, I do think mm -hmm. that they're rewarded. Um, mm -hmm. I think that when you are able to defeat the other side's arguments and stuff, people will uh, give you money and you get support. Um, yeah, I, I do think you get a, a lot of support, especially... Um, if you are conventionally attractive. So I, I think it does work. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, um, that's a good point. Yeah. Good point. Um, shout out to Matt Scientist. He says, this is a moment of clarity that most Black women or otherwise won't say out loud. There are Black men that are seen that are a scene that are seen as primarily penis, uh, primarily a worker bee, primarily a builder, uncomfortable truth. You know, some things I feel like it's like hard to say, but I'm, you know, I'm gonna be honest. That's how I look at it. And, you know, I had somebody that really, really um, had very uncomfortable conversations with me, not uncomfortable. It's like, you know, like, damn, but, uncomfortable that it's certain truths that you don't want to hear and i think when you have been so conditioned to see women as these uh sugar and spice and everything nice um when you show their duality a lot of men still find it hard to accept and even with men finding it hard to accept with women um women aren't necessary i think a lot of women are hella delusional like hella delusional and don't want to really look at things from a total perspective. So that, that was my my thing with it. I, and I will say, because I saw conservatives comment um, this and I'm not sure if he was talking to us, but um, we're not we're we're not talking about white women at all. So I'm not sure if that was for us. But um, this topic is not about white women. It's about pick me's. And, you know, that's certainly not relegated to white women. So I just wanted to clear that up. Okay. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe. He says, um, um, they're saying things men agree the same. I guess he's saying saying things that men agree with will always be showered with money. Um, I, I, I believe that. I believe that. Um, shout out to B. He says, Six, the goddess channel hasn't taken off and she is considered fine, although probably due to her lack of posting consistently. Um, Six oh. would take off. Six has star quality, baby. Um, listen, Six still has a nice following. However, Six also doesn't really sugarcoat. Like, Six is not, um, I don't know if I wouldn't consider Six a pick me. I don't consider six a pick me. No, um, not at all. Ooh, like she'll put you in your place. <laughs> six is not a pick me. To me, you can't be a pick me and give it to these dudes. <laughs> like, and six will give it to you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says, as I've said before, I think it's a great hypergamy mating strategy to be in this space in search of a high value man, whether they're genuine or not. Um, MGTOW, I actually have to agree. Um, this is a, a cluster of men that are supposedly smart, um, value relationships, um thinking men productive you know right. but do you think that 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 this is a part of pick me's mating strategy because as of late in the last year and a half or so we've seen an influx of pick me's in this space we've been in this space for a long time and mm -hmm. we were you know some of the few women that that were in the space there weren't a ton of women content creators in this space when we first came um, do you think that that is part of their mating strategy um, for the, the women, the um, pick me's that come to the space? Do you think that they're hoping to, you know, land a high value man? If they are single, absolutely. This would be a great space to do that. Um, you know, a lot of people said that Curlin and I started oh, out in this space, but we weren't 
um here he was here um but i met him in a, a facebook group and the group was a stem from the manosphere essentially so um but i wasn't necessarily going to get me a man you know what i mean but um if we're being honest um the normal ones are great uh options great options yeah. and why not um expound your options just like the men say you know expand your options i think this is a great place um with a lot of good options here so i i, I don't think there's anything wrong with it um yeah i don't see anything wrong with it uh hold on uh shout out to MGTOW universe again he says even though those high value men may not have lineups <laughs> <laughs> you know beards and where and he lies that brings about another point that somebody else made um on one of our last streams they said that like a lot of the pick it might have been bgs a lot of the pick me's in this space they um or bgs might have kind of alluded to this he said he would like to see their like dating requirements but um that they some of them may be like pricing themselves out themselves out the game because you know, I wonder if that is their date, if this is a, that's a mating strategy. I don't necessarily know that the pick me's in the space are looking for a high value man from this space. Um, mm -hmm. Of course, the pick me's want a high value man. Um, but I don't know, based off of a lot of the men that I see in this space, if men in this space as you know, some of the men that they would find to be eligible bachelors that would be suited for mating with them. Um, a lot, and I've heard other people say that, you know, some of the pick me's that have been identified in this space, um, you know, are looking for a certain type of man. You know, they want, you know, certain type of man and not everybody, a lot of the men in this space might not fit that mold. So, yeah. There's that. Um, yeah. So then when it comes down to the space, do, now i'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all some mm -hmm. of y'all some of y'all are are exactly the way we described y'all got disconnected beers y'all wear felines and shit. and then yeah. some of y'all really a little, make, a little makeover won't won't help a little makeover you know i'll be telling the bitches like make y'all over and be done with it you know but they said um, the white women's don't mind white women's don't mind at all the spanish women don't mind the, mm -hmm. you know, the they colombianas don't mind. don't mind the brazilian women don't mind sure don't you know mm. but we can't but keisha got a problem with it keisha got a problem with it child keisha she say do. go get that goddamn haircut <laughs> Yes, she go, did. And go don't go to, to Walmart. You got to go to the hood to get a haircut. The fresh lineup. The fresh lineup. Don't go get no shoes don't on no hangers. Don't Listen. stay away from shoes Go get you hangers. some Jays. Get in the lottery. Like, get you get you some nice Jordans. Air go Max get you some shoes. Some nice shoes, period. Go to the men's warehouse. Go to Joseph A. Banks. Not no men's warehouse. They be having uh, some no. shoes. No, 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 you you ain't been in there lately, child. They, they I have my right. husband is a suit and shoe kind of suit. No, the maybe shoes that I've seen um trash warehouse over here. Oh no, child. Maybe you're at the uh the men's warehouse in Atlanta, period. He's you know, he from but you know, also New York, New Jersey, they they have Italian that's a different so, yeah. yeah, that's not gonna yeah. be the same. I'm saying let's like, make you sure you get some nice stuff. I mean, it still may be an upgrade to what you know make sure you get your stuff together but the thing is some men find that to be insulting even telling them that but that was a big part of kevin samuel's messaging 
when he first came to the space. And as a result, like Kevin would get a lot of pushback from that. You should yeah. care about your appearance. Like women want, like, I'm going to tell you something. You may say Becky don't care this, that, and the other, but like the appeal from a well-dressed, well, like fresh smelling man is going to be very different, even from Becky's. Like Becky may not care if you're wearing felines and your, your beard don't connect and all the things, but when you smell good, it's even going to be a lot more white women and foreign women and that is paying attention to you. So that really just, you know, takes you up several notches. Um, see, y'all talking about the men's warehouses. I don't I think Maybe. you can I'm get uh, things you. custom and tailored. It depends. I, I think there's a, a way to do everything. Um, I got curling a couple sweaters, some slacks out of there, wasn't that deep. Um, I mean, you probably can find some stuff. I mean, you're gonna just look, you're gonna be looking through it. You know, you yeah, can, I, I, you but I, I think if you do like nice casual wear, I think suits should, should definitely be customized. But, yeah, exactly. Um, In addition, my husband is like he's you know requires big jackets and stuff like that. So yeah, you, you know it depends. Like you might be able to find some stuff, but you gonna be you know look through it to make sure it's nice. That's I point. mean, yeah, you Just it, get you some nice clothes. Huh? Yeah, ain't nothing wrong yeah. with uh looking decent. You don't have to be super expensive, but a tailored look let's say you uh get your if you getting your slacks and shit tailored and you're buying properly fitting clothes that Absolutely. is still going to be an upgrade from you looking frumpy and and dumpy and shit e even as a man there's a way that a man can look you guys walking around in all your graphic t-shirts and um looking like a toddler in your cargo shorts and shit and cargo pants looking like a toddler time and shit. And place, you know. because yeah. like me i look like i love when my husband wear cargos like because he dresses up like i'd be like oh you look good in some cargos and some little um you know converse or something like i like when he dresses yeah. down but it you know like it depends just go and get you something nice you know be able to put yeah. on something nice and you know step when it's time to step that's the point yeah. Exactly. Uh, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says, when you look good, example, Chantel Simone, of course she's going <laughs> to advocate for women to compete. She's not out here looking average at best like most. And um, You know, it was funny because when she was on <laughs> Obsidian's um, child, she made it a point to tell you mother that she is in a relationship she is not checking oh. for y'all don't check oh. her love leave oh. her alone she says i am not available right now and i call me now for the free reading and she said that you know i'm not available you know i just come on here to teach the women and tell the women you know what they need to do and i do but does the message come across um authentic when you are a woman who is as attractive as Chantel Simone? I would say Chantel Simone is a good eight, nine. I, I, she's up there to me. I think she's gorgeous. Um, it is a woman like that. It, is she authentic in that in saying that um, because she would have more options than the average woman? Is she authentic in telling women what they need to do? Well, uh, so I, I'm not sure I understand your question. So because she's attractive, yeah, she is her. Go ahead. If she's this attractive, she's an attractive woman. She should never have a problem with finding a man. Mm -hmm. Is her message authentic to women who may not be as attractive? Will this shit work if they're not as attractive as she is? Like when she's to using the messaging, is, is, does it work? 
to be completely honest, so this is my take. Attractive women don't have a problem attracting a man. Mm-hmm. Attractive women do have a problem uh, securing relationships um, okay. from my experience. From what I've seen, um, attractive women do have problems securing relationships. And so um, I wouldn't, I, I take everything with a grain of salt. I am very much one of those people, chew, one of those chew the meat, spit out the bones type of people. I think that, you know, as women and as women of a certain age, you know, we should be able to employ logic and say, okay, what she's saying sounds, sounds you know, reasonable. We should be trying to stay in shape, trying to stay fit. Men are physical yeah. freaks. We know this. We understand this. We, right. you know, what is, if, if she's saying things that are logical, if she's saying stuff that doesn't even sound logical and that's the advice she's given then i may be side-eyeing but even her being a beautiful woman and not having a problem attracting men if she's giving logical sound advice give it here sis <laughs> y'all think she got what a mental sphere do <laughs> that would be kind of funny okay so i did have something else for you too okay um I'm sorry, my phone closed. Okay, so uh, do you think that pygmies are even useful to the space? Like, what use do pick what um, use do pygmies have to the space? That's a good question because I thought about with the aspect of whoop that trick and what how men benefit from going at women. Um, it really makes you think about it if they are actually useful to the space. Um, I have been one of these people that if I get into a debate or argument, sometimes I, I cannot articulate the manosphere's talking points as they've been taught to me, as they've been beat down on me. I can't articulate some of the talking points sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, when a man is talking about the manosphere talking points, a lot of times, I, I don't think I'm the only one, I think, um, but you do have some that can articulate the talking points better than others. But when it's coming straight and directly from a man versus somebody trying to translate um, to women, from a woman trying to translate to women what men mean, um, sometimes that message can get lost in translation. So oh. I think I, I don't necessarily know if they're a benefit. To me, they would be a benefit because I don't believe that men should go at women this with the same vigor as he would go at a man because I do I do think there's a difference. But the culture, the culture is different. Men men like to see women get verbally beat the brakes beat off of them by other men mm-hmm. men love to see it um it's sometimes and, and you know i'm not gonna say that women don't like to see it from the opposite side um because there has become a market for you know the opposite side doing that as well um divesters have plenty of content where they're going in on black men and they have thousands of women watching and they're uh community is growing by the minute um so i i you know i i think i think there is a benefit um but i still think that men kind of like to see it from other men to women better i don't know what answer your own question that was good I, I do think that there is a benefit. Um i think that the benefit is most pick me's um and most i think there's a benefit if from in most instances, if the pick me is um, authentic, meaning 
she um, is is authentic about you know her transformation because most of us, unless we were raised in you know certain traditional cultures, um, it, it you know were that were raised in a Western society, had to do some unlearning and relearning, and had to go through a reformation process in order to arrive at a state where we become male identified pick me's in the in the like so if you can be honest about that process it will help other women so mm -hmm. i think that if a woman can be honest about that other process she can absolutely reach back she'll be able to relate to other women and she doesn't come off as unrelatable and judgy and i'm better than you but yeah. those women who sit up on a high horse looking down their nose on other women as if I have arrived and you bitches need to get in line, I think that other women won't even accept their mess. Like, so I think that it will be beneficial to the space in the realm of bringing other women in. Mm -hmm. um, the other side of it is I think that, you know, which leads me to my next question. Um, which I, I would be asking you, you know, do pick me see other women as competition? Um, and I personally believe that they do. And I believe that there are some pick me's who are intentionally um, are not inviting and do look down their noses on other women and have this very um, uninviting aura about them. And um, they kind of like, like, want to be you know some of the only women in the space because they want the notoriety that they receive from the men they want the recognition that they receive from the space the monetary gain that they get from the space and they feel that it would be beneficial to have as few pick me's or you know in the group as possible so i do think that pick me's see you know other women as competition and they try and some of the pick me's will go out of their way to try to keep other women at bay by being nasty to them and uninviting and very judgmental um what say you i actually agree with everything that you said um i do think that they are un uh, some of them can be very uninviting i do think that they see women as competition even if you if you're setting a standard and you're saying that these are the standards that you we have to abide by or the standards that we should abide by then it does force you to take a look and judge you if you're setting a standard then you actually have to be in position to judge and a lot of times uh, a lot of those women do judge and say okay well you're not and you know um even when faith did the better class of women to me, I felt like her messaging was good because she's identifying a lot of the problems that we have in our community, um, actually offering solutions and really getting down to the nitty gritty of our interactions and the, the way that we come off to other people. Um, we ourselves have pointed out a lot of the ills of women in society um, and actually are actually trying to become the standard that we say that we want to see so i i do think you're going to have some people that are exclusionary um when it comes down to dealing with certain things so i i agree with what you said um i have a question for you mm -hmm. are um are pick me's giving up the game at all like are they really teaching women um something when they come at them um I think that um, 
pick me's. I think that there are some, some pick me's that are teaching women the game. To be completely honest, I'm like real talk, um, the best pick me's are pick me's who've made their own mistakes and learned from them. The best pick me's are pick me's who've learned from their own mistakes. These pick me's who come in and they're touted as these, you know, perfect women who have never done anything wrong, who, you know, got the game locked and, you know, because, you know, she didn't have a child out of wedlock. And not to say that that's the mistake they need to have made, but, um, you know, she is, um, you know, whatever physical aesthetic is the preferred aesthetic. She is red pill and has these talking points. No one knows anything about her prior life. She um, didn't have a, this extended long-term relationship that didn't result in marriage. And she, you know, she's done everything right by the book. And so mm -hmm. she's perfect. She's going to be more like, like as it relates to being able to be relatable to other women, because most women, most people have made mistakes along the way. And you become completely unrelatable to people when you give this air of I'm perfect, this air of perfection. And, you know, we have this, you know, we have anonymity in, on the internet. So you can come into this space and pretend to be anybody you want. And so yeah. when people come here and they pretend that they're so perfect and I've never made any mistakes. And as a result, you know, I'm Patty perfect and, you know, this is how you should live your life. Um, right. I don't think that there's anything to be gleaned from those people. Like for me, because my ears are going to shut off because you're giving me, you know, this energy that is, I'm perfect. You effed up, you've made mistakes and I'm going to teach you or show you the way. No, yeah. I prefer to learn from somebody who has also made mistakes because that's more realistic to me. We're all human. We're all flawed people. We're all God's, you know, the higher creators, yeah. people, we're all the creators, people. And I prefer, you know, learning from someone who has, you know, also made mistakes along the way and, and is going to be honest about those mistakes. So, yeah, and that's the thing. I don't think that chameleons, pick me's, women the like are going to be totally honest with men about their nature um a lot of us say that we are and it's funny because in certain aspects of like conversations like when i see the see uh different live streams i'm easily able to point out a lot of manipulation and bullshit and fluff easily and i'm sitting here i look at myself and i'm i'm pretty honest about who i am pretty honest yeah um but i think everybody has a there's a different yeah i don't think everybody gets to see every aspect of me online Absolutely. now i try to be honest about my character and who i am but i'm a different internet. person to my husband versus who i am to Absolutely. people online so I, I i do think there's a difference but i don't think that we're going to be completely honest about our nature especially as it pertains to manipulation um i can literally like with all the women here and I'm not, I don't have to call it use about anybody's specific name with all of us. There have been live streams where I'm able to point out the bullshit, especially if you're on camera and I can see your facial expression. I can see how you react to certain things. Um, I, I I'm able to call out bullshit and, and look at the bullshit. I'd be like, now girl, 
now girl you know you don't even believe that shit yourself um but then you'll point it out in other women and tell other women how they should do things how they should run things and then if you're giving off the air or the perception that you are Miss Perfect Patty, it definitely is harder for women who have real life experiences, who live in a Western world to actually relate because it does come across as fake or or, or bullshit. Absolutely. So I, I think that, um, yeah, um, the fact that Amira, the fact that Amira smokes cigarettes and she curses is kind of interesting to me um, because mm -hmm. they, she does talk a lot of, uh, a lot about uh her culture uh versus american culture but i also found that to be funny from you when people tried to compare her culture to amir compare her to american women i always thought that that was weird because she actually comes from a patriarch so being that she is under the structure of a patriarch her view of life her the way she came up is going to be a lot different it's easy to point out shit if you have never been through it um so you know i i thought that she was um you yeah. know the thing is to me like i'm not i i understand women not um coming in this space and being necessarily forthcoming with their the true nature of who yeah. they are and all of their flaws for a multitude of reasons um number one it's flipped immediately and used against you i i would not blame you um I wouldn't blame you. Like personally, I've been in this space for a long time. There's a lot of things that I will never share in this space. I will never yeah. give you something to use against me. Um, that is, um, you don't give your enemies thing, thing. You don't give people that could potentially turn into your enemies shit they can use against you. You just don't. That's not a smart so move. Different. It's not a smart tactic. If we were in a place like, you know, we want like at face value, you want to believe like we're all friends. We're all cool. We've been in this space for a multitude of years. We should all be able to be honest. But literally when you've seen people do vile things in, in this space with the same people that they've kikied with, laughed with, broke bread with for years, it makes you become guarded. So I don't blame any woman that's not like, you know, 100% um honest about everything in her life on you know in this space i don't necessarily blame you because there's like some stuff that i would never share in this space like y'all are cruel y'all dox people y'all do some very vile things and like certain lines have to be drawn for me and i have certain boundaries in place for me because once they're crossed there's no coming back from it and i know like how i am as a person like certain things I wouldn't forgive. Um, I, I can't forgive. I'm not able to just move past certain things and be able to come to work the next day and everything be all good for me. I know that, you know, there's no coming back. So I have to protect myself in certain ways. And I understand like other women being like, nah, I ain't sharing that. I'm not coming. That's not something I would come, um, you know, that, that I would um, be forthcoming about in this space. So, you know, what I, I find interesting, um, because I'm I'm so easily doxable because I can't I did come in under my real name. And yeah. so a lot of things that I probably wouldn't have revealed, I revealed about myself because I'm like, you're not going to weaponize my life against me. You're not gonna hold my you ain't you ain't gonna hold shit about me that I went through. You can't hold my life against me, um, or my family's life against me. 
when people it, yeah. it, it's crazy because you, you'll see people well your mom did this and your dad did that and you did this and you did that and it's like motherfucker I'm not the same person I was a year ago oh. I'm not the same person I was yesterday mm-hmm. I am forever right. growing forever evolving and if you are trying to point the finger at me and my life especially if I can be honest about who I am you can't even be honest, you know, and I look at people like, don't point at me if you can't um, have the same type of honesty about yourself or about your life. And then I think about like my journey um, in life, you know, I've been through a lot and I've Mm -hmm. overcome a lot. So I I, kind of look at it as um, trying to be inspirational and telling um, Absolutely. And I see that. Yeah. But you know, for me, like, I personally, like, um, for me, I like, it's not even for my, no, I get it. If I hadn't came in the way that I did, I probably would have been way more about um, that. I'm saying like, for me, um, it's the protection of other people. Like if something ever, like my kids, my, like that type of stuff, like my kids are young adults. Like it, these aren't children, like their lives and all that type of stuff being impacted. Like, Oh, hell to the no, no, no. Like certain yeah. things are just like non-negotiable for me. Like in order for me to stay in this space, like I, you know, like yeah. I, I, that I don't play about. So, you know, you know, I just would never, um, I'm just very, uh, careful about what I talk about in this space because, you know, certain, like I need certain boundaries in place in order to be able to um, cope and be able to coexist in the space with, you know, people in the space because people just be cruel and be making up stuff and lies. And yeah. I've seen people make up stuff and twist people words and call, say people said that there were crackheads and they didn't say that. And I've been right there and knew that they, like, I've just seen some of the craziest things in this space. So, but um, I did have another question. Go wait, ahead. Let me read this. Shout out to Charles Merchant. He says a credit is due to a woman that has maintained her body for her husband with no babies out of wedlock credit is not due to a childless woman that uses abortion as birth control this is the thing when did men start being able to tell if a woman had an abortion or not if she doesn't reveal that to you credit who giving you the credit the bank of america oh like, no what? like that's so weird to me and then the fact anyways that like that's a very like um that is a very very like i don't have to really start training y'all giving y'all some hoe training um because a lot of things that y'all think y'all are able to have distinctions with y'all have no clue about i don't know that he's talking about i'm thinking he's talking about credit like from the most high he's not like he's not saying he would know like I'm assuming because, you know, I'm thinking he's saying credit from the most high. He he wouldn't personally know. You don't know if she ain't told you. But nonetheless, I mean, if that's what you subscribe to, that's what you subscribe to. Oh, no. Um, Gaston talking about there's a website you can find that out. Like says, <laughs> where you sign up at? Like what, what, starting when? In 2022, as effective uh, 2022, when a woman has an abortion, y'all, she got to sign up on this website and that's how y'all go find out um yeah that that like it, it, it's it's so interesting because it's some about. girls that have been straight up ho 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 hoes straight up ho 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 hoes 
and they will get abortions and all kinds of shit in high school, whatever have you. And you would not know the difference if you decided to date her when she got out of co college, whatever. I don't know. I, I just don't. There's not a way that you guys can tell. I'm assuming he's talking about not like we can tell, but he's talking about heavenly, like, you know, like, or, you know, a higher power credit because the way the, the way that that sentence was structured he no one else going to give you credit he's talking about credit from a higher power a greater being not yeah is he no you he can't give you credit so he's talking about some higher power if your chaste is a secret in this promiscuous world, it would be assumed that she has no chaste. I don't want to like, I want to move on with the conversation. I don't want to get stuck here anyways. Cause baby, like that's his, that's his thing. You know, not all men feel that way. That's his personal belief. But like, what is the distinction? Like, how do we, because we've said before that we're male identified and what's the difference between being male identified and being a pick me? Because I'm certain that there are people that are not from the space or even people within the space that don't even understand. And we're having this discussion and there might be some people that are even confused about what, what's the difference? I think the difference is I, we don't go along to get along. And I think maybe at the beginning, um, when we got here initially, when we started our platform off initially, we were, um, quote unquote, more so of pick me's than um, being male identified. I think that we are women with common sense. We've dated, we're married. Um, we have a different worldview. I think that we have common sense. So while you have um, some men, you know, we, we grew up in American culture. And it was always touted to us, you know, niggas ain't shit, niggas ain't shit, niggas ain't shit. But we have all, are also women that have dealt with women and have had our own experiences and can recognize ain't shitness in women too. So it's not like um, I'll sit around and be like, oh my gosh, it's just these men, these men, these men, and not be able to identify women. I think the fact that we can um, identify um, both aspects of life, you know, with men and women, I think that's the thing that sets us apart because it's not a thing to where I have to go around and use talking points, not be able to stand on those talking points, actually believe in what I'm saying um, that separates me because I actually believe in the things that I tell y'all. So, um, I think, yeah, I would, uh, I don't, I would disagree that I like, I, I don't feel like I was ever a pick me. Um, I've never been a pick me because I've always kind of stood. You got to look at the other streams, child. <laughs> nah, like I've more so me. Yeah, I, I, there's certain times that I felt like you were being a pick me, um, but I'll play with anyways, me. Anyways, um, I've always it's it's rare. It hasn't been a lot, a couple times, but um, I have you always pretty much shit. stood firm on what I believed in. There might've been a couple times that you felt like that about me. Um, a lot. But for the most part, I've always stood firm on whatever it is, if, whether whether I believe <laughs> in it, it, it was good. reflective of a pick me or not. I've always stood firm on what I believed in. Um, and oftentimes 
there's a conflict with what I believe, not oftentimes, sometimes there's a conflict with what I believe in and what the space necessarily promotes. Um, I would not say that I just identify with my man. I identify with black men. I empathize. I always empathize with black men. Y'all black ASS is too. Um, it's certainly not just my man. Um, a lot of you know, my perspective has been gained from this space. And I will say that and give credence to this space for that. Um, and maybe it was shaped and shifted by my man because I take a lot of the discussions that I've had in this space and, you know, I'll talk to my husband about them and, you know, we'll discuss them. And, um, you know, I get more levity from those conversations and, you know, there are more balanced conversations and they're not necessarily shouting matches. So, um, and we may do some research and, you know, um, may talk about it at, at length. Um, so I will say that I think the difference is though, um, pick me's are literally, uh, I think that they, fight against this. I think that pick me's um, fight against their own best interests at all costs. Um, mm. I don't think that we do that. Uh, as male identified women, I do think that we assign accountability to both sides, but we can still identify with and respect the black man's men, um, their perspective. I think that we can still be objective about issues that, you know, we empathize with the black man and their plight, what they've endured. We're not dismissive of their experiences. And, you know, we try to be, um, you know, have fair and balanced discussions surrounding topics that involve and affect black men. Um, whereas on the flip side, someone who would be a feminist or just non-caring to black men would not be willing to do any of those things. So that would be, we would be, you know, I guess considered more middle of the road, but, you know, yeah. leaning towards pick me because, you know, we do care about black men. Whereas we're not just saying F our own best interest and saying things that we don't even necessarily believe or would be committed to just for the sake of gaining brownie points for with men and, and appearing to be pleasant and agreeable to men. Men. Like that's that BS that I just am never going for. That's why it's hard for me to accept that, you know, that I, we appeared as pick me's at, at the beginning of our career. Okay. Do you think that the women are doing this because they care or because they are opportunistic? A lot of men, um, you know, you could come in the space and get a bag off the space. Um, all you got to do is agree with the men. You know, all they do is agree with the men so they can get paid. These niggas ain't nothing but some simps. The simps is going to pay them because they agree. Um, they ain't even got to show no up. Uh, they ain't got to be on camera. They can just be behind an avatar. You know, a lot of these things are said. A lot of the guys are called simps for supporting, um, quote unquote, pick me's. Um, do you think the women actually care about the community or are they just opportunist? Um... I think I don't know that they care about the community for the most part. I would say they just want favor. Um, they just want to be seen. I think that it's more of a self gratifying thing. They just want to be seen in a certain light. 
and they want favor. And I think that it's more of, it's more self-gratification. It has absolutely, it's more individualistic. It's not community-based. It has zero to do with the community. They could care less about the community. That's why they support whatever initiative, ideologies, train of thought Black men have. And oftentimes that is not pro-Black community. So, nah. Mm, interesting. Um, I do think that some people I got care. One more. Okay. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. no I, I was just going to gonna say that I, I do think that some people care. Yeah, a but, few. Yeah, I, I think there's a few that care. I do. Um, They've been at it a while and they've actually done the work. Um, But, you know, I've heard uh, a, a few guys say that if you're not actually out in the community and actually doing the actual, actual work that you you you're not really doing anything you're just up here running your mouth um if you're not trying to get laws changed and do stuff like that then you're just running your mouth and they won't buy into it until they see women doing those type of things so i've heard those things before too um but yeah interesting so some uh really quick i just wanted to address this where alpha and omega said courtney and crimson are the biggest pick me's in the space in my opinion i don't see to be completely honest maybe because her ideologies kind of are more closely related to my own courtney i see her more as male identified but maybe she's a pick me but she cares about the community and Crimson Cure, to a degree, I think she cares about the community, but I also believe that her background in Islam also um, shapes the way she views things, and they have a more traditional sense of a woman's role and a man's role, and that really, you know, benefits her in the way she, you know, um, views things and is able to relate to red pill ideology so but um yeah okay migtail universe welcome back how's everything going how's it going can you hear me yeah we can hey, hear you hey, how hey. you doing i am well how are you all we are here child it's a day it's a yeah we're here to how do you get that filter over your camera are you using minicam who me yeah None of your business. Shit. Why you up here oh. telling them folks my business? <laughs> What's the type of shit you asked in the back? You <laughs> worse that yeah. <laughs> um, So, I, I don't know, man. The the pick me's are they real or they fake? Uh, my default position is that they're fake. You got to put in real time for me. Mm. Well, do you think me and Concrete is the realest chicks you ever met over here? No, because y'all y'all make y'all y'all make a. I think y'all I think y'all try too hard to stay in the middle sometimes. Would you classify yeah. us as pygmies? Are we pygmies? No, hell no. What? <laughs> y'all troll, troll us too hard to talk about pygmies. Ah! don't troll their audience. They all. don't. No. Oh. Who? Else, who? I who? guess we lost them. Well, well, the so-called pygmy uh, troll their audience. I'm 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 really sitting Damn, over we, here we, like hurt. Like I'm hurt that you think that we're not picking. What would you classify us as? Are we trolls? Like what would we, we told, be classified as? I told y'all before, uh sisterhood moderates. Sisterhood wait, what how do you define that? What's the definition of a sisterhood moderate? And so <laughs> I don't like how that sounds I'm hybrid child. I hate y'all. So oh wow. Oh no, he didn't say we were hybrids. 
<laughs> because sometimes, like, it's hard when y'all troll. It's hard to tell when y'all are trolling sometimes. Because when y'all troll, y'all do the sisterhood thing. You know, uh, my mom always told me people can't really tell. I'm al- always going to be suspicious because people don't know if I'm telling the truth and shit. Because I'd be full of shit. But, you know, I, I fuck like with y'all. And I'd I be, I be like... Uh, thing and we comment. Like, it'd be obvious when we trolling. I thought it'd be uh, obvious. Not always. Y'all didn't do that in your first videos. Y'all didn't do any trolling. Child, we were scared. Come back up here. <laughs> So what changed? Did did y'all just get tired? No, nah, I'm gonna tell you what changed. So every time I would go into a space and somebody was calling me a bitch or a whore or telling me <laughs> I was a strag and shit, it was like one day I woke up and I, I was like, you know what? I'm about to ride on these niggas. And you know, I, I feel like everybody has talking points that can be dismantled or bullshit. And I don't always feel like the women are lying on everything that they say about black men. But now that being said, I don't, you know, I am a fence sitter. I don't think that the women are always right with the shit that they say either. So yeah. it was like with, with y'all, it like if I come in a chat room every time or y'all talking shit about me and my man, I was like, oh, y'all like to play. And so I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be the sister that put y'all asses in headlocks and pluck you in your between the middle of your eyes and yeah. y'all gonna y'all gonna deal with it that's what it is that's how I, I like it. that because to be completely honest what y'all get like we could be more like we could give y'all content that we are just pro male on but we do content where we're not just pro male on some things we actually be like now nah, y'all full of ish ish on but what y'all get from us is who we are in real life like y'all get the real us like this playful nature and us trolling and stuff like really and truly i have a very warped sense. like i laugh at stuff that i shouldn't i laugh at conservatives content and it's like very warped and he says some Pretty wild stuff. He was talking about a senator or something a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh my God. Like, so I laugh at stuff that I shouldn't. I have a warped sense of humor, but I'm like, so you guys get, I probably am a bit of a troll in real life. Y'all get who we truly are. Y'all get the real us. I'd be cool. I I just feel like if y'all talk shit, then y'all open the door, and I'd be like, oh, all the time. Listen. I'd be like, oh, so y'all gonna open the door? Bet. Let's go. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, y'all audience love that though. It's not for everyone. Like the, the roasting back and forth and the trolling. Uh like the uh what was the, the Y'all the know lady, when to take us uh, serious. We go when I go on my rant, time? y'all know I ain't playing. Child, y'all know. Cause child, I'd be scared. I'd be like, please mama. I get on my soapbox. Don't whoop us, mama. Whatever. Yeah, when you start talking loud, we know you're serious. You're not talking Whatever. loud. Whatever. Anyways, that's rare <laughs> that I talk loud. What? <laughs> if I was to go back and count all the videos, I, I, I don't know how many. Man, you going to go through all our whole damn catalog, that's and it's going to be three videos where, where she went loud, and it's because her mic wasn't working. Child. I hate you. I, I hate you. Listen. I really do. We're going to hear Anyways, every damn thing she got to say. And I'll be trying to get her on, like, the Black Power shit so she can go off on y'all ass. Listen. listen. She don't want that. But listen. So um, wait a minute, lady, ladies. Did you just acknowledge yeah. that the Black Power Avenue is a is something that you use because it allows you to go in on black men? Interesting. The same way that angry men true. be mad on I'll go in on black men with black power. What you mean? That ain't just for black I, men. 
honestly, if, if the black power thing was applied to women equally, we probably wouldn't be nowhere near in the same problem that, that black men and black women have. I think that's a huge part of the problem is that black power has been weaponized against black men. There's almost nothing you can do wrong as a woman in the eyes of black power. Y'all need to quit saying that. Black like, women dating white, black women are dating trans white women and they are leaders of the black movement. Like the, the ship Good is sailed on that. No, 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 no. Listen, they're trying to co-opt it, just like they co-opted the word woke. Just like they, like the liberals. What the hell does that to do with pygmies? Listen, hood service. Well, you you mentioned it. No, you mentioned it, con concrete. Pushing a I'm false sorry, narrative. That's not true. Like literally, they're co-opting the the black the woke movement. The black conscious movement is actually led by black men, and it's not true. Literally, I just seen a bunch of women in their fifis because a video was posted of Farrakhan telling black women that if they didn't take care of their men and watch how they talk to them, that they were going to be a bunch of L's in the LGBTs. And they literally were absolutely pissed at um, Farrakhan and saying that he should be banned and yada, yada, yada. Like they're not promoting this. Well, you know, what does that tell you about the women though? Look at that. And, and then not for nothing, Farrakhan is not... Farrakhan is not a part of the black conscious movement. He has his own movement with a name and a history. So I don't really, the association is distinct. Wasn't tied to black consciousness? No, no, there, there, are con there are black conscious people who are fans of the NOI, but the NOI is the NOI. NOI was originally tied to black consciousness. Uh, and that's another thing. See, the NOI has rules and structure. That's why they're different. The the women want to exist in a world outside of the rules and structure. That's we're getting you right. We're getting down a whole rabbit hole. But you okay, mentioned yeah, this. I thought it was interesting not, when um when Sister George said, "I like that she'd be on that pro black stuff because then you could get in on the men." I, you know, you you, you plucked the nerve that with that. That's not what one. I said. Well, play the tape. <laughs> I said when she talks about the pro black stuff, it makes her go off, not just yeah. on men. Period. Play the tape. Child, you I ain't anyway, she said she hello, goes. Hello, off. ladies. Hello, ladies. How y'all? Hello, doing? Dave. I mean, conservative. <laughs> All right, this thing about the the pick me's, right? Mm -hmm. I don't see why women. Well, if you are on the side of men. Mm -hmm. I don't see why you should have an issue with pick me's in any real way. And, and I look at it like this. I, I'm generally on the side of men. So there are men who are beyond defense. Like there are dudes who I would never try to try to cover for or anything. But generally, I'm on the side of men and I won't even like promote that kind of, you know, look or whatever. However, when it comes to the whole argument, I think what you're leaving out is the fact of the propaganda value. There, there's immense, immense propaganda value in having women especially if they're attractive, but even if it's just a horde of average plain Jane women, that sells for you. If you're trying to push a message, if you're trying to actually spread a cause to the masses, then you need women. And, and it kind of also disproves the major criticism of like the manosphere or, or red pill guys. Like, how can we hate women when we attract women? It, it, no, no, it's not us. It's y'all. Um, it, the, the only thing is it disproves it to only the guys over here, um, that you guys quote unquote, like women, most people don't buy into the bullshit that y'all really like women because every time a woman is a pick me is the type of scrutiny that she is under, um, the type of ways that y'all treat the women that are quote unquote pick me's, um, who's y'all, what do you mean by you say reason, that? Though. I'm well, saying the space. Reason. 
they could attack reason. more by the outside. I mean, I mean, we didn't come up with the frame, the phrase "pick me's." That that phrase was come was um created by people who hated uh, okay, women who even defended men. But there were women in the space, and women in the space were identified and always talked about um in a negative light. No matter what work she does for the space. Um, people are always looking to tear her apart, especially Definitely. on this side. Um, so I'm not going to say I know that for a fact, us, women have, got, women have gotten chased out of the space for good reasons. So I'm not going to, I, I, I right. take no, yeah, I, I take no um, shame in having some kind of filtration system. So what? Okay. I was gonna say, but don't don't say that. The, hold on, just a second. Don't say that. Um, it disproves that the space actually likes women. Um, you guys actually think that y'all like women, but sometimes others. Um, when we watch, like if you go back and look at some of the content that has mm -hmm. been, um, very very uh nasty toward women. Uh, a lot of people will look at y'all and say, y'all don't like women. Y'all are just using these women to get a message across, but y'all don't really fuck with them like that. Look at how y'all treat them. And they would be valid in that. And you say treat them, but I'm saying like, is it directed specifically towards the women who are, uh, what'd you say? Uh, Courtney Michelle is actually doing the work. Think about how many people came at her over a, a joke. What was the joke again? Just for context. Stab, yeah, stab. stab these niggas. Stab them. Stab them. Cut them. Stab them. Oh, y'all. See, think that's, that's another thing. thing. You're right, Hood sir. But I think more of the the pushback to stab came from women. Uh, you know, a lot of men. No, it really, came from a lot of men too. I mean, but yeah. to create content to be like, nah, we getting our passports. Forget that stab shit. Like, I don't think that that was really a big. You know, as much as women was like kind of joking on her and let's not all you know we all clearly know the the main uh one who was kind of pushing back on staff right, there's only one woman like stop the cat there's only no, one woman that she really had a beef with that i can see on that. yeah but, it was one woman who 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 kept doing a lot of content about it but it was other men that was in that woman's comments they was coming up on panels they had hours long discussions about it okay okay so, so let's dive that. in Let's dive let, in. So it, wait a minute. Let me, let me just, let, since we're talking about stab and, and like, let's defend the point, honestly, even though she meant well, one, just the fact that you're going to stabbing, which is like a, a key thing in, in black relationships. I know a lot of men that had knife play in their relationships. So like the what? fact that you went there, touch, yes. The fact that you went there touches a point for guys. It just does. So you went immediately to stab when chicks love trying to stab a nigga that they say they love. And then two, the fact that what? she kind of went to stab when on a psychological level is dangerous. See, what the heck? Did you say, did you say, why? Hold on. If you're trying to get your men back, if you're trying to get your men back, why are you even bringing up violence against violence against women? This is the whole she point. Like, if you're trying to get the also. men back, but you just did that. But for her, her movement, still, they asked back. One, we're not property to be stolen. And yes, then sure. two, two okay then but that's to see that's exactly why dudes take issue with it it's not men. it's not black just a word no it's not just a word it's it, and listen, if you us? want us if you want us uh, you can't buy me with money so you're gonna have to think of something else your money isn't the thing uh, so all you got all you got is money and violence no Gang. no that's Gang. what you if you pay attention but he, want, but he wants to do that if you Go pay ahead, attention concrete. 
to what Courtney is saying, it's nothing about that. She's saying steal them back by doing, by correcting your attitudes, by getting in the gym, by focusing on improving yourself, by you know being better women. Like she's literally encouraging women, to, black women, to be better women to, right. to so that black men will True. want to stay. I'll give I you that she that means the, well. I always right. thought that the acronym was just like an attention attention getter. It was. I mean, quite frankly, it it was like, you know, the going back to the 90s with Dare and shit like that. Like, it was kind of like, oh, it's funny too. This will be a good one to get them. And it's like, no, that shit did not work. Like, and it it, it didn't help that, like I said. Didn't y'all feel like y'all were being hypocrites, though? Because she's actually advocating for women to actually compete and to get on board and to do the things that men actually want and then y'all attacked her for act she actually does the work but y'all won't y'all don't get on people's asses oh that are really come in the space and take y'all's money she, but she's actually doing the work she made a misstep and it was funny and dudes went in for it like you gotta let that go it'll pass the moment will pass eventually but like i, I don't even think she like she i say she means well i'm not even against her per se but it was a funny moment and dudes got this is what we do up here the niggas gonna laugh at you yeah funny. but then it's so then if the if people hold the space and say okay um, this is what y'all do to y'all treat women that are divesters and women that are pickmes. Y'all pretty much treat them the same way while wanting black women and women in general not to recognize y'all as a monolith, right? No, think, untrue, untrue, untrue. Because but, look, you know, like I said, th- there's a whole nother women on the other side of this. Um, uh, what is the name? Chantal? Is it Chantal Simone? I, the, mm-hmm. the one with the Jamaican accent, right? And yeah. I, I like her too. I, I think she's more. I think her vision is a little bit more accurate. The way I look at it, you got you got Courtney on the one side saying stab, you know, steal their ass back, right? And then you got Ch- Chantel Simone on the other side. Her position seems to be you got to love them enough to let them go. And that's that's way more appealing. Like, okay, you know what? Yeah, but I, is I, it? I, is I, it, yeah, is it wait a minute. Wait a minute. Conservative. Is that based in facts? A most majority of men aren't going anywhere. And so, if you're saying that you have somebody that is actually willing to do the work, hey, you know, a lot of men aren't going anywhere. There are men that still want to be with American black women that still want to find a, a certain type here. If she's saying that she's willing to do the work for the ones that are here, there shouldn't be anything wrong with that. But if y'all attack her on shit that y'all actually want, it doesn't send a good message to everybody else because I'm looking at the shit and I'm saying like, well, damn, she's actually sitting over here advocating for you. She didn't listen to y'all. She didn't advocate for your cause. As soon as she sa- she makes a misstep of a word, motherfuckers are coming down on her like she is the antichrist, um, like she yeah. is actually doing the competition more harm than is good. fierce. And understand that. It I think that that's wrong. Like, first of all, I think that there could be more than one option. Like, literally, I feel like what she's doing is positive. Like, she's encouraging black women, just like you know, it's 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 kind of like show your work, black women. It's like black women, put your money where your mouth is and get your tails in the gym, encouraging black women to do better, correct those attitudes, go to therapy, be better women, be you know, stop being you know, being single mothers, like you know, like stop putting your you know, think 
thinking that your career is the end all be all. Like, I think what she's doing is a positive. We have pockets of men who want to leave the country and they feel like, you know, there's nothing left here for them. There are some pockets of men who are like, okay, I'm, I haven't yet given up on black women. So I feel like she has a solution. It may not be the solution that is going to, you know, be right for you, but it may be right for some men within the black community. I feel like the response to her solution is kind of like, wow, come on, Mike, is this what we're doing? Can, can yeah. I say this and I'll pipe down for a second? Because I know it's other guys here. So what you have in this little scenario is on the one hand, both mean well, right? I'm not trying to slander either one, but I'm saying there's a choice. There's a distinct choice here. You got the on the one hand, Courtney saying, steal they ass back, stab. And on the other hand, you got a woman saying, you love him enough to let him go. That seems to be her position in my words. In my words, her position is you got to love him enough to let him go. Now, Sister George, like you said, in a world where black men aren't going nowhere anyway, by and large, the one who says love him enough to let him go is the more reasonable approach. Let me, let me, can uh, I jump why? in on this? Is that the more let me, reasonable let me, approach? Let me, let me, hold on one second. Hold on one second, Uncle Stu. Okay. Um, Oh, that was Uncle Stu's. Oh, that yeah. was Uncle Stu's. He said, yeah, not pick me. Uh, you're not. Oh, you are plucked. LOL is what he said. I guess because still stab would imply that me, we don't me, have a choice. Okay. Let me say, let me say this. You know, first of all, she never, you know, and I'm speaking of Courtney, you know, Courtney never used stab to, to, to be, offensive it was a joke so yeah so it conservative I, I agree and i think that what we have to do gentlemen is we have to recognize two things uh number one you got two different male markets out here you got the male market that a wants to go overseas you got the other male market that isn't going overseas so she is talking to the male market that isn't going overseas that's number one number two you have to give her the credit that is due. Um, what is the credit that is due? We argue, or some men argue about overweight women. She's out there trying to promote non-overweight women, women who has done the physical work in the sense of not being able to be overweight. Damn, give her that credit. She's at least trying to have the conversation. Name another woman who has been every single place in the male manosphere listening to men's situations, issues, complaints, and arguments. Give her that much credit. There is no other female content creator out here that has done that. So now, if you don't like the position, fine, don't listen to it. If you like the position, go for it. And so, you know, do I like the acronym stab? No, I'm I'm older. I I don't I don't like the acronym. But guess what? If she comes out and says, Uncle Stu, I didn't really mean anything by it. It was just a joke and it was a bad joke. How many of us as men has made bad jokes and didn't mean it to be offensive to the people that's listening? And if any man stands up here and says, we ain't never said a joke that may did not offend somebody, we all capping and lying. So the fact of the matter is she made a joke and, and it just got out of hand. I don't think she meant anything by it. I don't think she was trying to come up with any philosophical things and anything like that. So 
I'm going to defend her on that aspect and say, mm-hmm. I don't think she meant it. I think it was just as she said it, a joke. And I think that this thing has gotten so blown out of proportion. The, the reality is Courtney and, and Chantel is speaking to two different markets and we have to recognize the market. So either you're in one side of the market or you're on the other side of the market. So if you're on that market that says, I want to get my passport. I want to get out of here. I'm going overseas to get a woman. Guess what? You're in the Chantel some more. You're in Chantel market. Great. Go for it. If you're in that market of staying here, then you're in a whole different category of where you want to be. So there is no monolith when it comes to what this situation is. None. And so I can sit here and talk to 10 different men on and offline, and everybody is going to think and feel differently based on the information. Yep, so, I, I think you're right, Uncle Stu. You know, um, and Obsidian, while I got you up here, I will be sending you an email, sir, so that we can have uh, two old men conversation. Um, let me uh, shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, Farrakhan and the NOI are agents of white masons. Look up Fard Muhammad, who they worship. Um, they stand on their stand on your square position poles comes from old white masons. Oh, geez. Um, I, I don't want to get off into that. I do want to get GA Boy in here. He's been waiting for a while. GA Boy, what are your thoughts? Hey, how y'all doing? You can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. Yeah, I'm driving, so I might be in and out. Now, I was listening to you guys. I mean, the term pick me is kind of funny. I never heard it until I got on the internet. I mean, my opinion is when it comes to this space, I do think there's two driving factors to, I think, the women pick me's in this space, which you guys have touched on early in the show. I mean, in my opinion, it's two different type of women that are pick me's. You got the ones that they do it for monetary value. And usually those are the more attractive ones. Let's just be honest, the attractive women who are quote unquote pickmies in this space, most of them have a real large platform. So they're making real good money. So they will be dumb to come off of their pickme stance and all of that. I'm not saying they're genuine or they're not, I don't know. But majority of pickmies online are the women that aren't that attractive and they like the attention. I mean, you gotta mm. think man, people don't get like, when you're not a very attractive woman, when you go out, when they go outside their house every day, they're not getting the attention that they get when they log onto YouTube and fire up their channel. So, you know, attention is a drug, you know, attention and popularity. That shit is like drugs to people who may not have had it their whole life and never had it. But now, you know, you got these women who are a little older, they don't found them a little niche and, you know, they're average looking some below average. And they got these hundreds of men and thousands of men that are in their DMs telling them to keep doing their thing and giving them money that, that's that's what drives it. I mean, I don't really think none of them are real advocate for men, in my opinion. They're not. But mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's the monetary value, which anybody, once you make money off something, you'll be stupid to stop it. So I do think the handful of attractive women that are picnics, it's not many. No disrespect to the women, but it's, and it's literally, it may be five, if that many, that are considered attractive, universally attractive. And all of those women have pretty big platforms and they're making pretty good pretty good money every month so i understand you know why they do it some of them are even married so of course you know that they getting a check because i bet if you took that monetization away from a lot of those the attractive women if they wasn't getting paid to do that 
I I would guarantee that they was they would shut their channel down. Now the mm-hmm. women that aren't that attractive, I think they would still do it even if they wasn't getting paid because it's just the attention that they're getting, the validation that they don't really get in their real life. Because at the end of the day, man, don't don't women who are attractive, they don't want attention. They get it every time they step out their door. So of course they they're on here doing this for the money. And when it comes to a pick me, in my opinion, I think all women are pick me's to men that they're attracted to. So it's kind of weird. I mean, when I, mean, I don't care who the woman is, if she's attracted to that man, when she get around him or she's in his presence, she's going to be a pick me. I mean, I kind of think men are the same way. When you're around a woman you're attracted to, you might act a little different than the way you treat a woman that you're not attracted to. I mean, you can see it in this space. No disrespect to nobody, but look how... Let's just use two of us. Look how look how men react to Danica Marie compared to the Crimson Cure lady. Those are two different reactions they get, but they talk the same talk. So it's really like is is it, that word attraction? Well, people hate that word in this space, but that word <coughs> attraction matters a lot when you're dealing with a lot of stuff like just just human inter- human interaction. I mean, when somebody's attracted to the other person, they're usually nicer, they listen more, less pushback. But when somebody think you're not attractive to them, a lot of times they they don't have to be that, that they might not be rude, but they're not as nice and go alone to get alone as if they are attracted to you. So it's like I think the women in this space who are quote unquote pick me, I think most of the women in this space, they're doing it for the attention. Cause in real life, I mean the ones who show their face, in real life, when I look at them, I'm like, yo, when she go outside, she's not getting this validation that these guys on YouTube are giving her. So she she's found her a niche. Point. You have a huge point. She she's found her a niche. She's getting that because all women like some type of attention and validation. They do. They can say they don't, but they do. And I think yeah. the the pick the pick me route is a real good one in this space because like I mean like Hood Conservative said, he doesn't matter how they look if they're speaking men talking points, they deserve to be pushed, and they understand that too. So they're going to jump on that bandwagon and get that little bit of attention that they can get. But I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with it though, man. Let them do their thing. I don't have a problem with it, man. I can care less, but I just think it's just, it's all about the attractive women doing it because of the money. If you take the money away from the attractive women today, I promise you guys, they will stop doing it because they don't have, they don't want to be on here. They don't care about you niggas compliments because they don't want to, they don't want to date you. They care about your money. So, and I, I don't think they care about the message. So that's my opinion personally. Is money involved? And for the ones who ain't really clocking the dollars, they love the attention. You know, I'm gonna be honest. I mean, I think it's on the men's side too. I mean, I don't know homo. I just think I don't it's a few men out here that are true advocates. But I think if you take that money away, these dudes ain't getting on here every day, which they deserve to get paid for their time. I'm not going at the money, but they're not getting on here. You got you got men, men who are out here pretty much doing good in the date market, having their way, who are manosphere men. If you take the you take the money away, they probably won't get on here and speak the message they speak. You know what I'm saying? But dudes who may not be doing as well in the dating pool, I think without the money, they still get on here and vent their frustrations and things of that sort. So I think it kind of boils to the same thing on both sides, in my opinion. I think you um, bring about some really, really good points, um, especially as it pertains to the attention aspect of it, Um, because a lot of us do like attention. And this is a sort of validation, especially if men agree with you. I think also if a woman was uh, super duper attractive, you don't tend to have the same 
viewership on life when you're attractive versus when you're not um exactly. seen as conventionally attractive it's, and that's on exactly. both sides that's me and and women so i yeah. think you, you brought about some yeah. solid points i mean i just think that, that it's, it's common sense really though because yeah, i always tell people right. like i mean just just no disrespect to this space i listen i think these guys some of these guys are talented they're entertaining some most of the messages are a little different to, in my opinion but i mean it's there's not tons of attractive women in this space they're not they're just not because they they don't under they, they're not they're this message won't even, this message falls on deaf ears to them. You see what I'm saying? So that's just how I look at it, though. But that's all I had to really say. I'll listen right. on. Thank you, GA boy. Obsidian, welcome. What are your thoughts? Yeah, um, this is very interesting. So as GA boy was talking, I pulled up a poll that I did earlier this year. I frequently poll my listeners about various questions. And on March the 6th, 2022, I polled them on the question, which black female content creator best represents your feminine ideal? Number one, Danica Marie at 11%. Number two, Melanie King at 12%. Number three, Six the Goddess at 7%. Number four, Shay Charday at 18%. And number five, Kendra D, The Crimson Cure at 52%. Uh, wow. This was based on almost 900 votes, votes cast in a 24-hour period. So to the idea that um, it's the really attractive women getting all the traction and the not-so-attractive women not getting the traction, not true. It's Okay, Obsidian, Obsidian, I got a question. Do you think, I mean, I know you don't know this for sure, but just all, from the outside looking in, do you think that Crimson Cure gets more monetary gain than some of those other more attractive women? I do not know. I do not know. I, I, in, order I for me to, in order in order for me to do that, I would have to go and, and and I'm the only real metric we have, unless they decide to post it publicly, is super chats. We all can observe independently how much in super chats these ladies receive. So that's the only way I will be able to determine that revenue. I can't determine it from Cash App or or, or PayPal unless they disclose it, and I can't really determine from the basis of views the only real metric we have is super chats i would have to go back and look at all the women that all their lives and their super chats and then that's the only way i would be able to get any sense of it but i do know this i know that crimson cure has a very rabid and an engaged fan base she is trending last time i checked i think it was around eighty thousand subscribers i mean she's she's constantly 81 um thousand yeah. subscribers right. and um so she's she's within striking distance of a, of a of a blue check and um a lot of guys like her and just pearly things who i had on my show last month and and both um uh crimson excuse me for both uh, uh uh danielle and and uh concrete rose had a chance to interact with on my show as she rightly proves men will go down in attractiveness to go up in agreeableness and submission and cooperation so just do you think that plays out in an aspect of marriage and relationships i'm sorry say that again do you think that plays out in an aspect of marriage and relationships absolutely does okay and i would think it's a mistake to think that just merely being attractive alone is going to do the trick even in the conversation we're talking about right now and here's the thing that really bothers me and we were talking earlier about Derek Jackson, so I want to swing back around to that when I get a chance. I find it fascinating that we're having these conversations, pick me's, right? 
There is no corresponding conversation or interest in simps on that side of the ledger. Black women having a multi-billion dollar business catering to them by guys like Jackson. I find it interesting. Why is it okay that black women can have purpose-built spokesmen and advocates and surrogates that specifically speaks to their desires and interests and concerns, but black men don't deserve that? I, I don't think that it's a factor of black men not deserving, um, being deserving of, but just like men tried to sound the alarm about Derek Jackson, he's nothing but a liar. He's a no good cheater. He ain't shit. Why is Derek Jackson da 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 da? And when women tell y'all that Derek Jackson isn't meant to be anybody's man, Derek Jackson is something nice to look at. Derek Jackson is a penis on a stick. Um, for a better term, you know, women don't look to Derek Jackson um, to quote unquote come save them. Derek Jackson is a Jody. Jody comes in, Jody hits it, Jody rubs you on your back, tell you you pretty. Jody is out. Jody is not the guy that women really look toward to to be serious. And if that if that was the case, um, when guys like Kevin Samuels came through the manosphere and had um the total opposite message and had um, such a profound effect on women and affected women in ways that Derek Jackson couldn't, you see where the results lie. Um, one, a woman can sit here and tell you, yeah, I like to be complimented. That, that, yeah. I like comparison. to be told that I'm hold on. Yeah. I like to be told that I'm right. Yeah. I like to have somebody to look at. That's going to tell me these things, but Derek, Derek Jackson did not have the same effect on women that Kevin Samuels had. And you can look at the numbers and tell that he, they didn't have the same effect on women. One was nice to look at. One was actually giving you the real telling you um, how he felt that men really thought um, and really gave you some things. Derek Jackson was the one that was going to kind of rub you on your ass and tell you you pretty and blow your head up and, and, and kind of screw you over, quote unquote. So yeah, I think yo, there's a more Sister George, and, so, and I'm going to let you finish, old man. Let me just touch on the Derek Jackson thing. I actually know somebody who went to college with Derek Jackson. They played football on the same team. Derek Jackson is a perfect example of some, what some of these women are. He he was he wasn't popular. He was a nobody until he started pandering to women. That's why he did all the stuff he did to his wife and was cheating because he didn't have women beating down his doors when he was in college and in high school. That fame got to his head, and that's when he went out and started sleeping with all those women and flying them out. Oh man, you guys like you guys be pinning there like Derrick Jackson wasn't a ladies man until he got all those millions of viewers online. When he was a regular guy walking the campus of his college, my friend knows him well. He was like, man, that dude wasn't doing that. He didn't have no girls beating down his door. He wasn't a ladies' man. So once again, he he falls under the category. He became a pick-me for the ladies because he, lo <laughs> he, he loved the attention. He didn't get all the big muscles like he got now until he got the money. Right. He was a big guy, but he wasn't yoked, and he didn't have all of that until he got the money. So that's why Derek Jackson is he's just like the female pygmies. He's just on the other side. He 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 didn't he didn't have women beating down his door when he was in college and we was in high school. That's why guys are like people be picking on how his wife looked like, man, his wife's average and whoop de whoop de whoop. That's all he used to get. Like that's what he was used to. He didn't have these attractive women beating down his doors until he started his YouTube, his Instagram and that career. But we so, know, and we know that's true because uh, one of his chief mistresses 
that he had to pay to get flued out and all the rest of it. We know this is true. To shout out to Tasha K. I mean, we got to be honest. You look at her and you look at his wife. I mean, the the, the mistress had to be easily, easily two to three to four points higher than than, than the wife. Easily. Easily, yeah. Because I, I, because he wasn't he wasn't getting those type of women when he was just regular Derek. When he I know a guy who actually went to college with him. He knows him. He was like, man, that dude was just. I mean, I ain't gonna say he was a he was just a regular person on the campus. Right. Mm-hmm. He he yeah. wasn't a he wasn't a person who would have up to five million followers. Let's put it like that. He right. wasn't that guy. Yeah. And and, and what's interesting in, in, in this conversation, I heard Omawali Africa ask, excuse me, recently a panel of ladies that uh, the question, you know, what separates you from Derek Jackson, you know, the so-called pick me's. And I found the question interesting because none of the ladies on the panel, A, we're just pandering the black women the way Derek nakedly panders the black women. B, none of the ladies on the panel were throwing black women wholesale under the bus the way Derek Jackson was throwing black men wholesale under the bus. And C, none of the black women on the panel were cheating on their husband the way he was cheating on his wife. So I found the question that Omawali was asking was rather, rather interesting because it wasn't a direct one-to-one at all. It seems to me, and I talked about this the other day when I was going in on Donovan Sharp and in the, in the, in him going in on Danica Marie. It seems to me, black women don't believe in speaking life to their men. They don't. They True. see it as beneath them. Mm-hmm. They see it as being subservient. They see it yep. as being a stepford wife. They see it as, some even go so far as to use the word slavery. Yes. Me and Concrete literally had a conversation about that very thing on Tough Talk um, where women are saying that the dating market is so hard. And she talked about a woman um, who had went to therapy and they was telling a woman to actually just try being nice. And the woman said she had did something um, on our dating, pro- something, um, but when she didn't get the response that she wanted, she was like, see, this is why you can't be nice to men. This is why I'm not nice to men. And we were literally having a conversation about being nice goes a long way. If you got your face scalped up all the time, then if a man does approach you, you're telling him not to approach you in public. You want him to approach you a certain way. Um, and men don't work like that. Um, we we literally had that conversation. This but this is why I said... This is why I said you were making a false um, a false comparison earlier. The fact that we even went down this tangent with Derek Jackson is missing the whole point. Because when it comes to the whole pick me thing, what you're watching is men choose between the women that they actually like the most and, and who, who's saying they aren't on their side. That's all that is, is men making a selection process, whereas the women just don't like the pick me's at all. It doesn't matter what women I, come I, up. I, I it's don't... something against the whole idea. Because like you just said, it's beneath y'all. No, I, I'm not saying that about us per se, but I think you bring about a good point in saying that men are just choosing somebody that is for them. I think that's an excellent point because that was a point I, I you know, it's like something that just didn't necessarily register in my head that y'all are just picking um, people that are actually messing with y'all versus how we do um, how it, the perception of women from women to other women. I, I think that's a good point though, because a lot of women, 
I, I don't even think um, women that are supposedly on the same side, I don't think it's that much of a, a big deal, but sometimes they do come across as inauthentic. And this is supposed to be a space that recognizes women's nature. And sometimes it doesn't seem like you guys are up to par on that. And so um, well, here's other women try to point it out. Well, here's um, the thing with that. Here's the thing with that. So I, when I was talking about this over on my channel, Donovan, Danica, and I made the point, I don't think a lot of black women really care about this. And, you know, we talk a lot about the attractiveness piece and all that. Kendra D, the Crimson Cure is an excellent counterpoint to all of this. I don't think a lot of black women really think about this. So let's use let's use Six the Goddess, Danica Marie, Melanie King, you know, the more, you know, straight ahead, attractive looking ladies. OK, you know how rare they are in everyday black American life? The, the rank and file everyday brother making somewhere between 35 and 55 grand a year. Do you realize him seeing somebody like that in his regular day-to-day? -day, that's like maybe once or twice a year. Mm. You realize that? A percent of a percent, yeah. Okay, and that's number one. Number two, and now we can bring in the, the Crimson Cure piece. How many black women actually affirm black men, stroke their ego? You know how rare that happens? You know, um, I don't, it's not a rare occurrence around the women that I was raised by, but I totally understand where you're coming from because um, there have been a lot of men offline as well as online that say women don't, aren't into that type of thing anymore. So I, I, I understand that. Okay. See, my thinking is this, my thinking is this, if you took, if you put the two together, so we're talking about really attractive looking black women and the quote unquote pick me talking points. It makes perfect sense why they would do so well in the black manosphere or anywhere else where black men are known to congregate. Because it's so, I'm going to use the term, these brothers are really thirsty for, uh, for male affirmation and beauty. And black women writ large as a group have little regard for either with re in relation to black men. Now, for example, case in point. How many black women work out for their man? I don't know any that work out exactly. for their man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's not a thing that black women typically do. Thank you. They don't think black men are worth it, including the one that they share in the toilet with. Mm. But then in other ways, don't they serve their men in other ways? How many black women get a plate for their man? I uh, think that y'all be over exaggerating with some of this stuff. Real talk though, like Obsidian, and I'm telling you, like it's hard for me to wrap my head around and mind around some of this stuff. I like, and and I don't know if I'm tr like I, and I'm trying not to personalize this. It is hard because literally you're going off of your personal experience. So I, I, all I have to use is my personal experience. When I think of the women that I know, most of the women that I know do anticipate their men's needs. I use Danny for an example, and we've been out multiple times. Oh, Curlin likes a certain special type of coffee, so I'm going to get his coffee. We've gone out and had a girl's day, and she literally bought nothing for herself and spent all like, what, multiple outfits for like literally the women i know they it's oh i gotta make sure you know oh we went out to eat well i gotta stop and get my husband something for dinner because i didn't take anything out those are normal things for your partner like 
It is normal to anticipate your partner's needs, to fix his plate, to bring him his drink, to bring him his plate with his food covered as well as his drink, All to right. serve him while he's seated. Like right. those things that sounds are like very the normal. Right. That sounds like the fifties. No, but it's a real well, thing that happens. Hold, hold up, it, it, it's a real thing that happens, and we the the problem is because a lot of men aren't used to that treatment they don't have that same testimony right and it it, it 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 takes us a while because this is the culture that concrete and i were raised in right. my mom the first thing she was like you have to be able to stroke a man's ego right. a man should want to be happy to be around you right. your job is to make sure that man if you make your man happy your man will make you happy well, well um, how about this, this how about this hey mom, how about this how about, how about this when Kevin had a conversation with the mentioned Kevin earlier, okay, Kevin had a real time conversation with black women about smiling. Y'all remember that? Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. He had a real time yep. conversation with black women about smiling. Black women all over the country called in to a black woman. Every last one of them had a problem just with smiling at a man. Yep. I think see and, yeah. I, and I've heard black women make that argument too like uh, and like I said and I, I'm not going to deny that that exists because I was just talking to Danny the example that she was given just a second ago where the woman and the woman who was saying that she doesn't like to compliment men she is um Cuban or Dominican and she said she don't like to compliment men and she only dates black men but it, nonetheless um she you know so and I said that my experience dating has been quite different from my friend's experience dating because I am extremely amiable. I am typically the person when I when I've gone out with my friends, I sit at the bar and talk to maybe one or two guys. They buy me a drink and I would sit there and talk to them the entire night because I'm a very friendly, approachable person. And I've been told that I am just a very like friendly person. You guys get a different side of me because I'm passionate about the topics that we talk about and I'm talking about about conscious things most of the time because I care about the community, but like meeting me out in person, I am like friendly to a fault. <laughs> So I and, and and I think that what you put out is what you get back. And I do think that makes a difference. But I have heard women say, I'm not gonna compliment a man. I ain't going out of my way to smile and be bragging about them having resting bee face. You remember, you remember uh concrete, we did we we talked about the same exact issue on another contents um on another content creators platform and oh, i yeah. said to you oh, yeah. my personal experience and and i'm much older you know proud hat i mean my wife is just like y'all if she go out i you can almost guarantee i'm getting something when she goes shopping um but i said to you my experience is the same i said i can go out here and a black woman will give me the mean mug. She will, you know, roll her eyes, go to the cashier, no smile, no nothing, but turn around. Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. white woman will be happy, smiling, conversation. The Asian woman, the Hispanic woman, I told you I did the experiment. It was anecdotal, but I did the experiment right with my wife standing right there where we would anecdotally go to shopping places and you know help white women put stuff in their car no problem help old old white women no problem help other races no problem get to my own it was like i was trying to steal their car their house that oh yeah was, and 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 my wife was right there so it wasn't like we was sitting around setting people up 
She was actually My husband has had the same experience. He said he stopped holding the door open for black women because they wouldn't say thank you or like a woman thought he was trying to talk to him like and or they would literally go walk around and go out the other door as if like he trying to look at they behind and stuff like that. Like that's what I'm saying. Like people try to think like conscious men are like upholding this BS. They deal with the same BS y'all do with black women. They tired of black women and they note their mess just like y'all do. Well, a lot of conscious black men, a lot of conscious black men have black have wives from other societies. Did you know that? Yeah, I know. Oh, you think I don't know? Yes, I know. Yeah. So, so understand that 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 sentiment, I one hundred percent agree with. I, I, I don't hold doors open, and, and that's just mine. Yeah. Or, or I'm in a come. I don't. You know why? Because black women has literally rolled their eyes or told me, "Oh, no, thank you. I can hold the door open for myself." I hold a door open for a white woman, or if I'm in the supermarket, I just say, hey, how you doing? All right. A and that's cool. I can't say hello to an average black woman because she think I want to have sex with her, get a number. And it's like, lady, I'm good with what I got. I'm just saying hello because I'm in the South and I'm passing you. I thought it would rude to just walk past. I'm going to tell you something right now. I don't know where people get this from, but I can go back home to New York and I've done this when my dad passed. I can go and say hello to people in New York City and don't get this mean mugging, but from my own. And I told you, I said, I've had that experience up to this very day. Yeah. And I can't figure it out. Now, now, is it possible? Now, I see the Georgia boy in the chat room and he's saying black women treat him differently. And I believe him. But can uh, Kevin had at the time of his death upwards of 3 million combined followers on YouTube and Instagram. I mean, is it possible that all of these women calling in night after night, the, the all we're just making this up. All of us is just making this up now. All of us are wrong here. There's absolutely no basis for this. None. No, but at the same time, do you think that it's taken into consideration um, the things that may have happened to women as to why women would have such an attitude? Or do you care. think that the attitude is coming from out of nowhere? We don't care. That's not, but, but, the, but that's still not answering the question. No, you're, I'm going to take that don't care back. What I'm going to say is this. I think we have to ask because Concrete had the same sentiment and the question was if if it was all women or most women i can accept that argument but it's african-american women and that's where the argument falls and here's the other thing too about the point about you just made uh sister george and i want to tie this back around to derrick jackson he's my favorite talking point i love <laughs> him so 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 we years. know we know that when black women are going through these traumas and, and these f boys, we know who it is. So it goes back to what the brother said. Why should we care about the trauma you, not you personally, but you, the black women for whom it applies, going through with these dudes who you chose and are fuck niggas? Why should we care about that? Why? That's a false narrative, though. But, but the thing y'all loves. Y'all love saying why, that it's why is one it false? No, but the, but because at the same token, that it's one wanna... segment of the population, and that is so untrue. I, I so just untrue. did a whole stream but, about but that up. shit about black hold women up. loving thugs and all of that. It, it's it's a phenomenon that, that just that? needs to be accepted. Like, 
What? You want me to prove it? You want me to so prove that, it with so numbers? So because you're not married. That's why. So that, not so you that, two, obviously. That but clear. Still. That clear. That's not. That's not. So that that clear. I'm not saying that Derek Jackson is a thug or a pookie. So that we're clear. I am saying that Derek Jackson is a fuckboy. I am saying that Derek Jackson is a cheater. I am saying that Derek Jackson is a narcissist, a malignant one. I am saying that, and I can back it up with science. But the problem and black is women like it. They love it. Black it. women love it. But y'all sit over here and say that um, why should y'all care? But at the same time, the whole topic was about the manosphere using pickmies as a tag dog oh, that's, that's and wanting. Cool. Hold on, hold on. Let me just finish. Y'all yeah, want women. Y'all want women um, such as ourselves, or maybe not us. Do we? Uh, but y'all have women that y'all want to go out and to illustrate your talking points into mm -hmm. uh do we really yeah a lot of y'all do especially if you're saying that nobody well, asked them to women, do that i was about exactly. to say thank you thank you hood servative that's exactly. the thing. that's the beauty of this that's the beauty of it nobody recruited any of the ladies and i i read off a list of ladies so i think i'm i'm assuming we're talking about them and we can add some other ladies into it Nobody recruited any of these ladies. They came of their own free will. Matter of fact, uh, for the last, when, when the manosphere started to pick up steam about 10 years ago, uh, there was a concerted effort to keep women out of yeah, the manosphere. Well, yeah, women, well, when women, well, when women want to, when, they, when women are scratching the clong at the door to get in, they're going to get in eventually. Clong <laughs> at the door, child. <clears throat> Well, I mean, like I said, so, nobody yeah. asked them to do that. They wanted nobody, this and, and nobody let them asked have women it. to come into the manosphere. You know, for channels like yours, uh, breakdown. You know, y'all, y'all have y'all conversations where y'all are aligned with men, and so some of the things may sound, you know, to, especially the men who aren't traditionally in the manosphere. Like I said, I found about the manosphere, but from y'all, Platinum, and Kevin Samuels, like that was my introduction into this space, and so it was kind of like. Again, y'all may not have been the precipice because Obsidian, to my left here, um, literally is one of the founding members, right? One of the people yeah. who made this a space. Yeah. And I didn't know it's a Obsidian existed until uh, after Kevin Samuels, right? Which, you know, is a disservice to that space. But again, um, like I said, I think that because the space was designed to be men centric content, to be for men. Um, women creating content in the space isn't necessarily a bad thing, but if it starts to waver, if it starts to stay, oh well, what about women too? Then it's like, well, what the what? Why was the We're challenge in the space in the first place? We're way past that point, and that and that's kind of where we're running into these issues. I think as a as a space because it's like this was supposed to be men centric content. If you're a woman in this space creating men centric centric content. Great. If you're a woman in this space that's creating content for both sides or that's creating content that supports multiple uh, opinions, then it's like, well, what uh, what was the point of you coming in the first place? And so for the pick me's well, that I really I really made that point to say, because I didn't actually get a chance to speak earlier um, with the pick me's, um, it stands to reason that if you're a woman who touts herself as a woman who's um, allied with men, yet you aren't allied with men in your personal life. You don't have a husband to say, you know, I don't think anybody, I think people seeing Danica's husband on her other social media mm -hmm. accounts, but usually she's, promote, you know, she's talking as an individual person, but like we know uh, 
from the streams that y'all have done previously, you know, you showed a picture of your uh, new husband, Concrete. You, we know who Curlin is. He's in the chat every stream as, you know, a supportive husband would be, right? So we know that you all are a lot allied with men in your personal lives. So it makes sense to listen to you to say, you know, certain things. Um, you know, y'all kind of went off on this pearly, but not just playing. <laughs> but no, seriously, I think that no, no, no. Seriously, I think that um the point is that if you're gonna be in this space and you're saying you're allied with men, yet in your personal life, you know, you're single or you know, you've never shown any history of being allied with men in your personal life it just to me it does seem a little disingenuous so i just want to jump in i just want to i, I would like real quick uh obsidian okay. i do want to say too mm -hmm. like our space and i think we've kind of clarified this a couple times but like we're male identified and our content our topics like we talk about male related topics but like that doesn't mean like we oftentimes give men in the space pushback but that doesn't mean that we 100 percent agree with the talking points of the space and our space is created for you know people to be able to have people with free thought and us to be us as well as men and women to be able to give each other pushback and challenge perspectives because that is how we will be able to grow uh, that's how we will be able to uh, gain new perspective by sharing perspectives pushing back on perspectives sharing data I, I can't tell you the amount of information that I've learned or that I've went to research from something that I've heard in this space uh, this space has been like you know pivotal to my own growth because I often hear something here that I'm like, nah, that's some bull. And I go research it myself. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's a half truth or it's not the full picture. But um, I think that having a space, like although we are male identified, we often push back on, you know, some of the talking points of the space because we don't 100% agree with everything that comes out of the space. But there are also men in the space that don't always agree and align on their thoughts and ideologies. Yeah, I just wanted to jump in. You know, it's interesting. I, I was listening to the two of you, and I, and I would like to listen to you two develop it a bit more. The distinction between male identified and pick me. That's that's very interesting. But um, but I, I just wanted to say this. You know, it's interesting to me that while we're having this conversation about pick me's in the black manosphere space, that the fact that you have a situation where you have a small but growing cottage industry of black women who are able to make a living stroking black men's egos and black women don't see a problem with that. See, that's what's fascinating to me. Instead, what black women are doing is they want to attack the pygmies instead of going to the source. Why are black women, excuse me, why are black men willing to pay for to have these egos stroked like this? What, what happened here? Mm -hmm. What's wrong here? child y'all have been picking out the wrong women y'all yeah. like to go for these ig thoughts and hoes over good women so and now so, see this one time are you trolling what i do listen to points so you don't trolling. Trolling. See, don't, don't see, get, it's hard to tell don't, don't get don't get obsidian please, please restate the question no no don't let her run don't let her run don't let her run no please restate the question I, hold on real quick. I want to say I understood what Obsidian was saying. And I do want to say, like, despite our topic, um, we did highlight like we that, you know, there are some potentially positive 
you know, outcomes that can be drawn from pygmies. This isn't necessarily an attack on the pygmies. And I want to clarify that oftentimes our topics can be a little gaslighting. Um, and I will admit that. Um, so, you know, don't just go off the topic. It's, it's important to hear the context of our conversation because like we will highlight, you know, if if we feel that there are any positive attributes that they bring to the, and we did, we highlighted that, you know, there are some, you know, positive things that can come out of it. And, you know, we talked about that and talked through. So it is important to hear the context of any conversation that we have within the scope of any topic that we bring forth, because I feel like you're not getting in and of themselves can be gaslighting. No, I feel but like you're y'all, not you'll hear like one like aspect of a conversation it. and harp on that hood conservative without going with the whole conversation. The conversation that we had, we outlined like both sides of the, the conversation. You do have women that come in that and come mean, in well and mean well and do uh, cute. You gotcha. Okay. You do have women that come in and mean well and really do push out a message, but sometimes even those women are attacked by men. And so I we did outline those things. We did uh outline that you have women that are really genuine that do um believe in those things and they'll come in and stroke your egos to death. Um, but then I guess my argument is if this is supposed to be a space that is able to identify hoes and Jezebels and no, scammers no, and no, schemers no, no. and she, the like, keep wanting to turn into that and hoes. Okay. Not, she, oh my god! Can I, that, that, this is what you're missing. Point. It's really simple. This is what you're missing. What are we missing? It's not about hoes. It's not about hoes and all of that. Do listen. Men like titties, so you're not going to beat me well. over the head with that. Yeah, so what? Hoes exist. So what? That's not our problem. That's not the issue. At you know, and, you know, it hurts. It hurts. Server makes a really good point here. So when I listen to the pushback, and I'm not saying you personally, ladies, when I hear the pushback, because to be fair, you, you ladies aren't the only ones to do this pushback. When I hear the pushback on, and I'm going to go use Danica Marie for a moment. When we hear the pushback on what she represents, this really good looking, borderline, IG, thottish, pick me type. I have to look at the people saying it. What's the alternative? You want men to deal with women that are disagreeable, that are less attractive. What is the value add? Right. To be completely honest, um, well, go ahead. I guess that question was today. Well, look, look, what I was about to say really quickly is that like Obsidian was um, insinuating a minute ago, this is how we went down this whole path. Men are so bereft. Like we just are just denied any female support in your general life whatsoever. It's like a constant battle, essentially, for uh, unless it's a chick in your family, there, there's no safe spaces. So it's like, what, what, what does that say about y'all? What does it say about this whole That's prospect? what I was saying. That's why I said it's important to hear the entire context of our conversation because we highlighted that. And I specifically spoke of the importance of men having women advocate for them. I spoke of there being a void for men for years. No, so if that's women the case, if that's the case I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Right. You, you mentioned that. But my problem is this. If that is the case, why are you still trying to bring up this red herring of men like hoes? Um, I know where they came from. You don't, don't love us anyway. That, that so what if men like hoes when the regular women don't love them anyway? So what if they like hoes? It's not like they're yeah, getting any you, love. But, hold up, hold up. Because in one point, 
y'all will try to use the shit to beat us over the head with in one point at the same freaking time then you're advocating for them so then that gets to be confusing because at one at one point oh they ain't nothing but run down they beat up they run down they ain't shit they they this they that they that so then it's like okay so if you're advocating them for them in one breath but then in the the next breath you're going against them that also sends a confusing message to women no. who are quote unquote not there at all it, yeah it does i don't it think does. you're getting it like i said you're watching a selection process you see all these there's a handful of women who are like and, and what I call the women of red pill country, right? There's a handful of women running around red pill country. And out of those women, men are looking at them and saying, all right, she's okay. This one's a little bit better. This one, you know, she's got some qualities, but she, she does these great things over here. That's the thing. Like men are actually making a selection process and women all this time. Like I said, y'all have been accusing men of not even liking women. And now as we're looking at women, we got a group of women to select from that we essentially crafted on our own you're acting like we don't like women still no no, no. don't don't no 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 your actions yeah. have determined those behavior that, that that's been y'all's behavior As it, ain't you watch it ain't nothing that i had to make a group up. of women hold up, hold you up, pretend hold they up. don't like women hold up hold up i don't have to pretend anything you're not a woman so you haven't been in these chat rooms as a woman you haven't been attacked because you're a single mother or because you're a woman period if i go into it when when we initially came to this space we would go into chat rooms people would be talking shit about us going in on us i'll give you another example nate just went off and threatened to threaten my life a few weeks ago and i never did anything to the man so you can't hold up hold up you can't say that people are coming up with these notions out of nowhere when the proof has been in y'all's face y'all choose to ignore it I, I don't you got beef, so, baby. Sweetheart, sweetheart, man, ma'am, honey. You the, have beef, and that's your beef. You got to walk with that. Niggas so, is not going to so walk man, with so you. So wait a minute, that's, wait a minute. That's no, not a, it's a, not a man woman beef. thing. That's not a it's man not woman thing. Beef. You got to beef with it's some guy. It's not my beef. It's not but, my well, some beef. Some guy got to beef with you. Fine. Some guy got to beef with you. But that doesn't speak to the man woman thing at large. Like, set that aside. It does speak to the man woman thing at large because this space has been predicated on whoop that trick content kevin made uh made a lot of money off of whoop that trick content Men but y'all like mad that women are getting whooped let me finish my point women are getting whooped less and you mad let stop me being finish mad my point let me finish my point my point is you're saying that oh i don't know why y'all would say that men hate women over here or why men don't like women over here then i show you examples and then you can continue to move the goalposts when i'm telling you this is what women are seeing when they come over here this is what men who are not a part of the red pill space who don't agree with all of red pill ideology this is the shit that they see this is where the judgment comes from then if you do and uh the cream hold on to let the me top. finish my point i promise you i'm almost done then when you have events like the manosphere meetup and events of the like and you have certain men that have had these interactions with women um women will take that as a representation of the space and brand everybody in the space just like that one bad apple or the few bad apples or your chats that's how the, the space gets branded like that it's not because women are fucking delusional and just pulling stuff out of their asses and just saying oh no they hate women we've been here 
So y'all can't pull that with us. And, and I'm not saying that I feel hated when I come over here, but you do have some extremism in the space. And that's how people choose to identify the whole space as. I don't, fine, but fine, I see how fine. people one thing, that one thing, if the space is known for pimping hard, I say pimp harder. So what? Okay. You, well, you, you must say. understand that there is a male-female strength dynamic that exists when you invite men and women into a certain space, right? So that's going to be prevalent. Okay. You also have to understand that there are some females in this space uh, that use what they have to get what they want to get out of the space. This is namely some of the more attractive women um, that are, that I've seen and witnessed in this space. I've been around this space for a long time. Sorry, with the feedback in 2012 and all of those brothers. So you have to understand that anytime you involve different ideologies between men and women into a same into the same space you're going to have a different thought process that's going to bring about this men hate women and women ain't ain't shit and all of this that's what's going to happen in this space also on top of that you you also got to realize that there are a lot of fake false flaggers out here women that will say doing anything to get what they want to get monetarily for men to donate and all this other stuff and there are men who have done the same thing real quick Kevin Samuels has showed has shown through his an uh, upwards of three million plus subscribers between YouTube and and, and uh, other Facebook and all these other places. He's actually shown a, a great sample size, three million views, most of them being women. He's actually showed a great sample size of what today's modern black women think, how they feel, what they think about black men. It was in your face night after night after night after night. So to sit here and say that well men just hate women that general sense of the term we know not all not all not all we understand that but when you look at his body of work and the sample size of ladies that he had come on his show night after night after night and you sit there and listen to some of the things that they say you could actually come to the determining factor of there was a lot of disillusional black women out there and women in general because it wasn't just the black women a lot of white women and a lot of asian women and a lot of other women from other backgrounds we're basically saying some of the same things that said in this space. Okay. So that's what that's what we really that's the angle that you got to look at. <clears throat> there are some false flaggers. There are some people that have changed their talking points. You grow with maturity. And as you learn and as you learn that, I don't understand what the problem is from the men who saying, "Oh, she's a pick me." I don't understand what the women who align with those women say Oh, she's a pick me. What's the problem? Because a pick me, in my opinion, is a woman who's learned and who is trying to do the very things that a lot of men in the space should should uh, say should be done. So what's the problem with the pick me's now? I, I don't necessarily think that. The, the problem to me is, is you have women that don't actually believe in the message that uh will say that they agree with a lot of with everything because you have some women that agree with everything that you guys put out and the fact that they don't believe in that and you know i get it's bigger it, the ego stroke is the most important part and so i i get that but when a woman like myself is looking at it and then i see the disingenuousness it's like, well, she's being disingenuine, but y'all will sit around and tell a person that's actually being real how disingenuine they are. And y'all will actually go after um, somebody like myself because I don't um, rub you on your ass and tell you you cute um, versus somebody who 
will be totally what, what do you dis- mean by hold real? on hold on you'll you'll uh go with like the person that, please. you'll go with go the ahead. person that rubs you on your ass and tell you you're cute versus somebody that's actually being real with you and when somebody's being real with you and say well okay I, I see the bullshit in that. Well, what the hell? You can't say that about her. She she rubs our ass and tells us that she's cute. So you need to shut the hell up. But at the same time, y'all kind of say that y'all want something that's real, something that's genuine. But I guess the ego stroke is more important. I understand it. I get it. No, but see, so in response to that, here's what happens. If I come into a, a female space who that is pro-female, and I've been in some of those spaces, and I bring the tropes and gripes that I have about black women to a pro-female space that's all about the upliftment of black women. If I come in there saying, well, well, what about the women who are who are out here dressing like whores? What about the women who are out here dressing like tramps? What about the women who cheat on their husbands and have babies and then blame them and say that the man is the... If I do that, I'm going to be met with the same, with the same pushback as if you ladies do when you come to certain spaces over here. So that's just the name of the game. It's a way of life. That's just what's going to happen. You can't go into a blue pill space with red pill talking points and expect not to get pushback. I'm not saying that you should go over there and lay down and tuck your tail and just be agreeable. No. The same way when you come to a red pill space with blue pill talking points, you're going to get pushback whether you are a man or a woman that is just okay so so so, so, give me a second so that is just the way that things in this particular space kind of play out if if people vote their interest that's with everything if i go around into a group of women and they're saying oh the general is handsome guy he's smart he's intelligent and all this other stuff but the moment i say something that they disagree with in terms of these these conversations that we have here, the moment I he ain't shit. That nigga been married and divorced three times. How the fuck he know what he, but as long as I'm agreeable with them, then I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. So when you go into these spaces, you have to have your armor on and you have to be prepared for the pushback. Knowing that the moment you say something that they disagree with, the, the moment that you say something that they disagree with, they're gonna come for your head. That's just how it is because of the male female strength dynamics and the difference of opinion that a lot of people have that that come and enter into these spaces. You see what I'm saying? GA boy, that's my homie. I fucks with him real tough. There were different conversations back a year or two ago that we used to be in on on Bernard Riley's show. Shout out to him and uh, Obsidian. We'd be in different conversations on the Obsidian show, and he would get a lot of pushback because of the things that I would get pushed back because of the way. In, which I believe in some of the things that I say. You look at things from a from an objective standpoint. You come up with your own understanding of what's being said. You intellectually comprehend and understand that and then reply. The responses are going to be varying and they're going to be different based upon where you are and what space you're in. Yeah, I, General, I actually think you um, have some great points and a lot of the things that you said, I actually agree with. Um, so I, I, I get it. Um, you know, uh, in Rome, do as the Romans do. Um, I, so I understand your message. That makes a lot of sense. I, I don't have George, any pushback I, against it. I want to go back to something you said just a second ago, and I think this is key. When you were talking about real, and I think this is kind of the choice that black men are left with, and, and I guess we're standing in that choice, but 
it seems to us that what we have to choose from, because all right, let's assume the pick me's are fake and it's all about money and trying to get a hustle on and all that, right? Mm-hmm. So if I have to choose between your fake love and your real hate, what what should I choose? Um, I, I think you guys are going to choose to have your ego stroked every time. And like I said, now that I understand that it's more so about an ego stroke um, than what's actually true. I'll roll with that. I, I got right. you. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, yeah, like I said, I'm not going to keep um, giving you any um, pushback. If you're telling me to leave you alone while you getting your ego stroke, go to the other room. I'm going to let her stroke your ego and I'm not going to say a damn thing. But now when she fucks you over and takes your money and does this, this, that, and the third, you don't get to cry and complain about that shit over here either. Because I'm going to be like, I already told you what was going to happen. I already warned you. I tried to be your sister. You talk like there's real dates happening. Here's a problem I have with that, 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 the way you set it up, Danielle. You set it up as it's either if you deal with the pick me and you get burned, it's your fault. Okay, that's fair. But what is the alternative from the other side? What is the Girl, what hey. is the meaningful, attractive alternative? This is the reason why you shouldn't deal with the pick me. And here's why, because we offer this. No, nobody said that. Nobody said that. Nobody said you should not deal with the pick me. Um, what we did say are going to necessarily burn like i think that there are some pick that are well-meaning and you know can actually benefit the space like i think there are some i think that men just need to vet pick like they would vet all right, all right so who are we not vetting I, I'm just Pearl? saying in general. Oh, I'm not supposed to talk about her. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> said no. I'm out. I ain't saying nothing. That was gonna be a twenty dollar cash out. Oh, it was. Started. I don't. I ain't saying nothing. You're right. Okay. Because it seems to me, and again, I'm not making this per, uh, specific to you and and Rose because I've heard other black women, not even on YouTube. I've heard black women on Facebook. I've heard black women on Instagram make these similar arguments. But what's fascinating to me is. None of the black women who have concerns about pick me's, however, whatever they may be, they never say this is the alternative that black men should be getting with. Or black men should be listening to or black men should be paying attention to. They never they never lay out. And I think the reason why is because let's be honest, a lot of the alternative is dealing with a black woman that's that's disagreeable. That's, you know, at best, so, so looking. And that's just not a track. You can't sell that. But that's, that's, that's the female equivalent. That's the female equivalent of a brother trying of but Kevin. The, but the thing is, that's the female, the female equivalent of Kevin Samuels trying to sell the average brother forty-two grand a year. It's not. But the true. whole thing is, if y'all were treating the pick me's doors, so I'm not even making that argument. Like, like we even said before, like why are the you know there are so many pick me's that are unmarried? I don't X. see like I'm not making an argument for black men not to be interested, not to most of y'all are unmarried. Warning them from pick me. But the whole thing is y'all are beating down pick me doors to to marry them either. Like if they're fit, feminine, friendly, and they're, you know, submissive and they're traditional and they have everything that a man wants, like uh, one would stand to reason like that they would be married. No, it no, it doesn't because the reality oh. of a black American society, <laughs> if they want to be married, most black men and most black women aren't married. 
That's just a reality. Yeah, but you have two older post-wall single mothers who were able to do it since we've been in this space. You mean to tell me that these fine, beautiful, fit, feminine, friendly women, non-combative, cooperative women aren't able to do it? Obsidian, come on now. You can't. If they all were married by that year, you wouldn't stop. You did something that Lori Harvey didn't do. We don't know. We don't know. Yet again, we don't know the pygmies in question that you ladies are speaking of. You ladies and gentlemen are speaking of. The majority of, of we don't, the pygmies are not married. But That's we don't know what's what we don't know what's going on in their personal lives. We don't know right. if they have a bow. We don't know if they got their but bow. But why ass. is it that we know we, that we, Obsidian has a woman? We know that because, Angry Man has a woman. We know that. Okay, slow, slow, slow down. Bro. Slow down. Why, so why, why, None of that why matters. don't y'all have the same requirements? Slow down. For slow down. That slow the down. men have set the pace for. Okay, Danielle. Let me let me let me sh let me give you a prime example of why that doesn't happen. Okay, because you yourself at one point in time was a victim of it. Concrete Rose herself was a victim of it. The moment you put your personal life and what's going on out here with you on the digital streets, the same thing Obsidian is going through right now. That is one of the reasons why a lot of people tend to keep their personal lives and personal business private and away from YouTube if they're in the business of trying oh, to make that. YouTube. If that. they're in the business of, okay, I've not Actually, yet. I'm a I've, wait, wait, wait stop. Hold on. Hold on. I've not yet seen or heard Concrete Rose's husband speak or seen him appear in the video. That, but I have, my husband does come to the chat and I show Wait, 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 wait. I'm using these as examples. But okay? you're not, th this is what you're missing. This is what you're missing, Q. The fact that you know that Concrete has a man, you know that Concrete has a husband, you know that I have a husband, you know that I has a, a, wife, a, a woman, excuse me, a woman. You but, know that but, certain people, you know that Bernard has a woman. You know that certain people are in relationships. You know when they're not in relationships. Okay. You don't, well, hold on. Let me finish real quick. Just because you say that you're in a relationship does not mean that you have to broadcast your interpersonal dealings in your relationship to the world. But the fact of the matter is you have women that say, well, I'm choosing to be private about that manner. I choose to keep my personal life off the internet because we understand sexual market value we understand that if a person is per perceived as single especially if she's an attractive woman that people tend to give her more money people tend to do more for you when what? they think that you're single so can you I, can keep that a buck can i finish i am going to keep it a buck and i'm and here's how i'm going to keep it a buck because we people in this space have been victims of what doxing people have been victims of People finding their spouses and and, and and making whole damn podcasts and broadcasts about people's significant others. So some people are more private than others. That I'm quite sure Six the Goddess has a legitimate man somewhere. I'm quite certain of it. And I'm telling you that from experience because Six the Goddess is a relative. Six Six the Goddess is I'm, I'm just using her as an example. But you won't see her broadcast that out. I'm quite sure that there are other ladies in this space that Actually, have you're these. Wrong, Q. Six the Goddess has said that she has a man. Six the Goddess has said that that's, she has that's, a man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But you won't see him. She's not going to do a podcast with him sitting next to her. She's not going to do my, what my, the, my, my problem is. It's not a fact that these men have to be on full 
uh, they don't have to be on display. But the fact of the matter is you have women who are coming here preaching a message and telling what other women should be doing. They're saying that you need to I be fit, feminine reaching. and friendly. You need to get married. You need to shut up when men are talking to you and not are they're not able yes. to pro produce the results that they're telling other women to pursue. If you're but telling you me that I should pr produce, uh, pursue these types of things and that I should just, I, I should serve my man. I should be good to my man. I should be better to my man. I should be the best black woman that I should be to my man. Then you're not able to produce these things. How the hell are you telling me about something that you're not able to produce? Then if what you're telling the other me women about, produce? But that's, but what that's has the, the other way done? Like we that's, acting that's, like there's a great option but that's the same status was not uh, that her relationship status was not valid unless she had a ring when you yourself don't have a ring like okay make it make sense. but that but but that's the same trope that i went through that's the same trope that kevin samuels went through it's the same trope that other men in this space have gone through because we don't know or we don't publicly broadcast our relationships and they say well how can you speak on it when you couldn't even make any of your marriages or relationships last the point is i have the knowledge to speak on it the point is i am involved in a very wholesome relationship as of the last two years the point is obsidian has been in a relationship for the last 10 years he's made that very publicly known and now look what's happening so uh, you can't project your own personal uh tropes onto everybody else and say well i've done it why aren't you doing it it's the same thing as the cam up situation cam gate with with uh with the chick overseas in london it's the same and, process. And i think i think whole, I, I think i think this whole thing again is cap it's a distraction it's a red herring distraction from what, what? I, I, the real the real issues that the real issues i will tell you it's simple the only thing that really matters in this scenario is as far as like these women in question are concerned they have figured it out in their own individual way how to win men over i agree Deal yes. with that that's yes. the issue. Uh, and the and you're saying that them, we haven't figured that out? Them because, right. But the, but, so what does all that other stuff even matter? So what? She got to go get you can be honest. You can been right you, the whole time? Let me tell you what it means. From our perspective, it means that you don't have to sugarcoat shit. You can be honest with men. You can tell men the truth and still get the uh, a desired result by lying. But you're lying to men. You're not being honest with men. You're not being honest about your nature. You're you're you're. They're not dating coaches for men. Me they finish. talk about women. Let me finish. The problem is, and what I'm saying is. I don't have to do all that. And I've still been able to be successful with men. Um, not as successful as some content creators. I don't, I'm not worried about that. Right, right, but I, like, I've been successful in real life and I didn't have to lie to them to do it. That's my point. Listen, you're making it now about this personal competition where, you it's know, no matter what, I got a husband. Like, fine, that's some, real, that's some real womanly shit. And I'm not going to get in the middle of that. <laughs> the facts are what they are. They've figured out how to win men over. Whether or not they get husbands in their personal lives is a whole nother matter. And I wish all of you ladies the best, but that's a girl fight. Yeah, I got a husband. So what the hell you want us to do about that? That's not that we don't give a shit about that. In other words, separating the idea from the person. The thing is, though, like as it relates to them figuring it out, I think that we all know that. Like we've known that. Like it's not hard to to that they haven't figured out a science because we all know that we've been advised that by 
huge content creators. Hey, if you just do this, your platform would even be more successful and you could blow. But Thanks. like, then we wouldn't be. Let me ask. Are, let me so. let me ask both of y'all something. Do y'all think Miss Pearly she's telling lies? Honestly, I think she she says a lot of things that I absolutely agree okay. with. She does. <laughs> in the same token, in the same token, <laughs> I also believe right? in the same token, in the same token, if you are talking about, and I'm not, I, I, I hate to, I hate to talk about her, but I'm gonna bring up this one point. In the same token, when it comes down to running a company, and I, I listened to things that most people are probably not going to pick up on, but there was some, some stuff that she was saying that I just, it, it didn't, it was, it's not big enough to make a stink about it. So I'm not making a stink about it, but it was one of those things that kind of weighed in the back of my mind. So when Pearly talks about, you know, well, yeah, I got my team over here and I hired such and such and I'm, I'm recruiting da, 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 and da, 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 can you can come work for me. And some of that behavior was hella masculine. It was hella white on you. Hold on, please hold on, hold on. She said some of those things, and some of that equated to like masculine behavior to me. Some of those things equated to masculine behavior, but it kind of made me wonder: Would a woman like that, who said that she was against uh, women voting and birth control? would she why is she not um becoming like a, a a wife or or why isn't she a wife right now why isn't she why is she focused on building this big youtube empire and that was just one of those things that was in like the back of my mind because i'm like if you're saying you're preaching that you want to be a wife and that women don't deserve to vote or women don't deserve to do this and then you go on such a mission um, to me, the mission seems kind of her mission seems big and she's doing great. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a hater, but it made me think like is a lot of masculinity in in how she does things, because to be in this field, you have to have some masculinity um, to run things how you want to run. So I that that was one of that was my thought process. And that made me kind of well. I think that Pearly is, uh, I wanted to just kind of clarify my, my response. So I think that she has picked up red pill talking points and she's just regurgitating or she's just reiterating red pill talking points. Um, and, you know, anybody could do that. I think that she has done wonderful at marketing herself. Um, I think that she is pretty great at business. Um, I think that, you know, a lot of people could take some pointers from her. I think that she is really investing a lot in her business and there are a lot of yeah. things that she does really wonderfully and I'll give her that. Um, but as it relates Y'all sound so phony right now giving Pearl compliments. I'm no, sorry. No, let me say this. I hate that. I hate when y'all do that. Let me I say this. You troll us. We can't troll you. Hold on. I don't care nothing about that. I don't care. I ain't bothered by it, but um, because I've given her compliments the whole way through. I've said that, like, when I heard her on Obsidian's show and kind of talking about her business mind, that was my first real glimpse at, like, who she is as a person, and I was like, damn, she kind of owns some stuff with a lot of stuff that she said, and I, I came back and told Danny that. I told my husband that, and he was like, yeah, she is, but anyways, um, I say that to say, um, she is, as, as it relates to whether or not I believe that she is 
she believes what she the messaging that she's preaching i don't know it's possible that she does believe some of it because it appears that she was um relate raised in a devoutly religious um home and so she might actually believe a lot of what she's preaching but then i hear some things that um call that are cause for pause where i hear her speak uh speak against religion so i'm like does she really believe it or is this just a gimmick for her so i don't really know but um i believe she's just regurgitating red pill talking points so that's my response but it, let me ask this question is the fact of the matter in regards to miss pearl is and i've heard this said that she is a white woman coming into a Q, predominantly black already, space. Q, uh, Q, hold on, hold on. Um, my husband has been adamant in not wanting me to uh, keep on discussing it. It did come in. It did come up in conversation. We did address it. I don't want to take a turn and, and go back into that lane. So um, I want to redirect the conversation <laughs> to somewhere else. Okay. I'm, I'm serious because he, he's okay, he no tired. Problem. No, no problem. I understand that. No problem. So again, I simply go back to my initial statement that I made a moment ago in regards to the pick me's and and projecting your belief system on everybody else. I think that if, in my opinion, this is what I really truly feel in this space on YouTube, and you are a content creator. I think that if you scan your lane and stay in your lane and have a show that's devoted to a specific style of content, I think that you will fare out. Kevin Samuels was able to, RIP to him, he was able to make it relatively big or extremely large in this space coming from where he came from because that's what he did. He scanned his lane. You'll notice that he didn't involve or talk about any other content creators. He simply stayed on a straight and narrow path. He didn't mention people when they talk shit about him. He just stayed on top of his content and that left no room for people to come in and say, well, and people said what they wanted to say about it, but it left no room for people to come in and say, well, uh, uh, he said this and he said that, but they can't take away from anything that he said because the truth of the fact of the matter is what he was saying was actually, actually true in some regards. Okay. So if you scan your lane and leave other people's stuff alone, and other people's talking points alone and develop your own and have a, a baseline of content. And this is what we talk about here. This is what we do here. I'm talking about sports. I'm not talking about cooking on this channel. We talk about sports, right? Mm -hmm. Then no one can, no one can come in and say, well, that's a bunch of bullshit. No, cause I'm talking about sports. You want to talk about making apple pies and all that other bullshit. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Okay. Whether they're married, this is just a piece of advice whether they're married have a man in their life or not want to regurgitate talking points of the red pill space it should bear no 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 real true effect on what it is that any content creator is trying to do because they're scanning their lane and it leaves no room for someone to come in and say well you said this and that's not true you can okay. give your opinion of course on anything but a lot of people get lost in translation. And the reason why they get lost in translation is because they start minding other people's business, let whether or not they're my, married. Um, let me read the super chats. I think you have a great point, but that's the main focus because those 
content creators don't necessarily stay in their own lane. Um, but what they do do is go out and attack other women for not being like them. Also, while not showing any results uh, for the benefit of being like them. Um, shout out to Jay Kwan. He says a lot of bad built dudes in the black manosphere just need some attention. Um, Jay Kwan, I don't think that was a nice, a very nice thing for you to say. And you, you're going to get put in the corner. Okay. Shout out to Charles Merchant. He says Derek Jackson serves as the American black woman pimp ambassador as he panders to them by laying their behavior at the feet of black men. Pimping and pandering go hand in hand. Um, Charles Merchant, I think you're pretty spot on with that. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, Sis G, that's because all you know, because because you know all black women love drama and confrontation. Kev got big because he wasn't kissing their behinds. Females are naturally ass backwards. Andrew, you stay in the hood, so I think that you, you know we get it. We get it. We, get it. We, know. we know. We understand, child. We get it. But that is uh, a true fact. What he that, just said. That Andrew that is ghetto fact. and he likes hoes. No, that 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 <laughs> black women. You see the hood now. That black women. That black women love drama. And that, yeah, and black men love drama too. Let, all let's, of them let's know because he did say all. Well, not well. I don't mean all. I'm not going to say no. All. Yeah, that, I'll say that, it. all women. All black women love drama. Well, I think they all. Let love me us, let me finish. I, I, let I, me finish I, my I, super chats. Okay. Uh, shout out to Osmosis reacts. He says always back to Pearl. But I'll say this: she made it clear she want to blow up by any means. She so she learned the talking points and work the business and she invested in herself she did the uh, a, a big yeah. thing so there's no hate on her business acumen honey she got that shit on lock she's doing it um shout out to b he says wait danny are you referring to the lovely evanescent chantel simone also known as my chocolate chip a caribbean cookie also known as my my joyful jamaican jambalaya also known as my patois <laughs> pumpkin pie pick me say so child that was a tongue twister for your butt uh shout out to b again he says someone in the white manosphere made the same point danny did he said pearl basically is a modern woman chasing a lucrative career while being single and not dating mm. oh okay um, you know when the, the white man's ice is colder though, child. Hold on. That's the um, only way shout out to Os Osmosis Reacts again. He said, please don't turn it into a pearl stream. Honey, you know I had to redirect that traffic real quick. Uh, Kerlin was going to come in and shoot, uh, shoot this shit down. Uh, shout out to Mahogany Roots and MJ. She says, good try, ladies. The men don't get it because they're not women. Women know women. Sorry, came in late. Mahogany, sis, sis, you know how you get into a room with black women and we know, we know, like we, we give each other that look. All black women giving each other that look right now because we know. And, and that's that. Thank y'all so much. We are going to start it up with final thoughts. Gaston, what are your final thoughts? Uh, as far as the show goes, I think that, you know, as far the pick me conversation uh, for me, as an individual, like I said, I'm not, um, I, I definitely watch a lot of content creators in the Manosphere. I've become really familiar with the Manosphere. I can't say I align with all the points, though, so I, I'm not individually in the Manosphere. So um, for me, if you 
tout yourself as a pick me, um, you know, is in the name. If you're not getting picked or you're not, you know, choosing to align yourself with men in your personal life, it stands to reason that there's something deeper there. There's another conversation to be had there. And that's just my personal opinion. Um, so, yeah, so I, I appreciate y'all having me up. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> I know there's other comments that's going to be said after me. So I'm just I'm going to just hear y'all out because I, I know that my opinion isn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, that's how we was talking. You remember when we was talking about the dating apps and the person was leading with the negative shit? That's what you just did. Thank you so much for coming up, Gaston. We'll see you later. Right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you, Gaston. Um, the general, what are your final thoughts? Yeah, listen, man. Like, like I said just a moment ago, in this space, when you start mentioning other content creators and their talking points and their actions and why they're doing and saying what they're saying, you're opening yourself up to be criticized. You must remember that. You cannot throw rocks or stones at the glass house when you live in a glass house. Let me get it correct. You can't do that. So the moment you say something about these people and then you start catching smoke in return for that, and somebody says, well, they're just talking, using the talking points because they came into the space and they listened to what men were saying. They went out and practiced it and then it worked out for them. So now everybody else is, um, is a leftover woman. You see what I'm saying? You see how that could vastly turn and, and, and affect what, the two of you or anybody else is trying to do in this space. So all I'm saying is develop your content strategy, market your show. This is just an opinion. Market your show based on the two of you coming up with your ideologies and barring any distractions from anyone else. It makes for less drama. It also makes for a good show and it keeps you out of all of the low bottom half bullshits of conversation in this space. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. Thank you so much, General. Um, I think you did make some solid points. I don't think that there's a way to stay from being criticized. Like, no matter what you do, there's no way of keeping your nose clean in this space. Like, you're going to be criticized no matter what you do. And little drama what ain't I, never hurt nobody. What I heard, what, what was interesting to me was the glass houses comments and, um, you know, people being able to actually criticize your life when the very women that are quote unquote pick me's do that, but aren't under the same scrutiny that they give to a lot of other women. And not saying that all of them do that. Cause I don't think it's all, but you do have a lot that are uh, very uh, critical of women, but aren't willing to put their lives out there like other women are. So I, I think that's the point too. Um, uh, Tao universe. What are your final thoughts? All right. So let me start off by saying I love y'all. I love you too. Oh man, um, this sounds like the uh Maury show or some shit. Like you're about to tell us we ain't okay. The, the, the kiss, the kiss before the flap. I'm just saying, like, what's good? Well, don't 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 oh, man, get that do the bullshit. I, I was falling for it, like oh. girl. <laughs> um I wish that the manosphere as a whole was as hardcore as they used to. Um, in, in terms of keeping women out, because we wouldn't have be having these discussions. Because to me, to me, they're just ideas. But when we let women in, you get all this other fluff that doesn't matter. You know, uh, Miss Pearl, or we talking about Crimson Cure, or Danica. They're just ideas. 
you know, pick me's, chameleons, they come and go. But the ideas, Kevin Samuel's ideas will stay forever. They'll live forever, right? Uh, regardless of whether, how many times he was divorced, none of that matters. So the whole conversation about, you know, whether she's a white woman in a black space, that doesn't mean anything at all. And whether she's single or have a boyfriend, no, I don't care. Um, the victim stories that women like to share when they come into a space. I don't mm. care about those either. Um, this is this is the manosphere. Uh, we all get trolled. Um, if you've been here long enough, you'll get doxxed. Um, and if you've really been here a long time, you're going to have that one person that's really going to come after you. Um, so yes, Sister George, I, I am sorry that uh, dude was coming at you like that, but um, you're not going through anything that none of us that's been here for a while. But I'm a uh, woman, damn it. <laughs> so we should care? Yes. We should care more? <laughs> uh, but yeah, Miss Pearlie, oh um, while she, most of her points are regurgitating Red Pill Talk points, she does have some new slash remixed ideas that I... Where? Uh, well... <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know them on the top of my head, but I, I have some saved them up from the TikTok. <laughs> I'm not just making it up because I don't Prove give a it. shit. Because Miss Pearlie is going to be gone at some point, and then whatever she may take down the videos, she may disappear off the internet completely. Who cares? They're just ideas. I am not. Yeah, I don't simp for nobody. No. Uh, but yeah, they're just ideas. It's not that serious. Um, yeah. The rest is fluff. Thank you all so much. Um, love you too. Uh, you're my two older sisters. As I told y'all before, y'all like my two older sisters. Thank you. I never your big little sisters. Big and, yeah. and, and your favorite content creators in the space. Uh, yeah, you know what? You know what? I'll give you know what I'll give you, I'll give you that because y'all channel is like like the trolling and the yelling, the back and forth, the cussing. Yeah, that's kind of like. It's kind of like that's me. <laughs> um, so yes, he made us sound like the Jerry Springer show. <laughs> <laughs> Not Girl, quite. We do but... be like concrete, concrete. <laughs> yeah, I do be angry concrete on when she gets on the roll. Listen, I be the main one. <laughs> I, I wish I could lie about it and be like, no, you know, I be like, shit, get they ass concrete, go creep. <laughs> but thank you all it. so much. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Y'all have a wonderful day. You too, McTow. We love you too. Thank you. Hood conservative, what your ratchet butt got to say? Oh, God. Why y'all be coming at me? <laughs> nah, you know what? It's funny. I was about to come at y'all because I was going to say y'all cap like 85% of the time today, but it's okay. That's how you do YouTube, right? But um, anyway, anyway. No, y'all was capping so hard. But nah, listen, listen, this is the thing. Men men deserve women who are actually willing to speak to their interests, period, end of. It, it doesn't matter per se that, you know, she's married or she has a boyfriend herself. That would be nice. You know, it would be nice if you were, you know, checking off all the individual boxes. But the fact is, Women speaking to men's interests serve men's interests, period. So I, I will never be against the whole pick me's or, or women gaining a following by carrying like the red pill talking points. Like, yeah, I think that's actually part of the, um, the way forward. You know, it can't be just a bunch of angry dudes on, on the Internet. 
we need some good looking women to come through eventually. So, you know, yeah, go for it. And then also like, ultimately, like, like I said before, until women in general offer something, what, what else is there? So you, you, like, I, like I was saying, it's either the fake love or the real hate. And that's really why, you know, dudes are ultimately checking out. So until you kind of solve that conundrum between fake love and real hate, I don't, I don't see any good things happening. So great show today. Thanks for having me up. I'll catch you, um, catch you girls later. Thank you, conservative. I do want to say I feel some type of way because like you caught saying that, you know, half the show was cap. I feel like that is completely untrue. And we're not saying that men don't deserve women who speak to their interests. That is not at all what we're saying. We're not at all advocating for that. Um, really and truly, the premise of the show was essentially, you know, using them as some sort of attack dog. Like not saying that you don't deserve women who are going to speak to your interests, that men don't deserve women advocating for them, empathizing with their plight and, uh, you know, defending them in some way. Like none of our points even, you know, highlighted any of that. So I'm not sure where that came from. Okay. Obsidian, um, what are your final thoughts? Yeah, there's two things. Um, first, for the black women that consider themselves critics of the pick me's, what are they offering? What is the alternative? And mm. they have to be honest about that. The alternative, this is whether they intend it or not, this is what it looks like from the black male side. The alternative is disagreeable women who are so so looking. Oh, you ain't have to say it like that. That's the alternative. Damn, obsidian. Really? He always picking on picking hurting somebody with his words. That's the, I mean, when you really get that, I mean, if we're going to talk about making money, this is a money-making enterprise. YouTube is a money-making enterprise. I think that rankles some black people. And I think the reason why Pearly rankles some black people, black men and black women both, is because Pearly knows the business. And she treats it like a business. And a lot of black people just don't aren't good at business. And we never want to admit it. We don't want to admit where we're not good at something. Mm. Because that says that you have to go back to the drawing board and, and get better. A lot of black people are very sensitive about where they fall short. And I think the problem with Pearl is that she's showing up a lot of where a lot of black people on YouTube are falling short. So when it comes to this conversation about pick me's, Black women have to ask themselves for whom it applies. What are you offering as an alternative? Be honest. Will it sell? What the pick me's do sells is what you're doing selling. Are mm. men buying? Because if they're not, then you have two choices. You can take what you're selling to another market or you can go back to the drawing board. Which is it? But denigrating the pick me's this is just basic business 101. Denigrating them is not going to change anything. Okay? So that's that's number one. The second thing I'll say is this. Um, I think the general makes, makes a really good point about this black cultural thing where we don't want to talk about actual connections 
I noticed on the other side, the black male loves love side, there is this tendency upon black people to not want to, you know, talk about their significant other, anything like that, for fear that people are going to come after them. I'm not afraid of that. I just got finished dealing with this last night. I'll continue to deal with it. Somebody has got to break the log jam here. Somebody's got to do it. I am not going to apologize for being in love. I'm not going to apologize for having a woman. I'm not going to apologize for loving on a woman. I'm not going to apologize for it. If black people are that put out, what does that say about us? That we can't even talk about actual relationships in real time. What does that say about us? You got an entire industry of people that cater to black women, and these guys, you have no idea. They, they're prancing around like a proud peacock, got whole wives at home. Come on, man. Come on. What, what are we saying here? What are we doing here? So as, as far as I'm concerned, if you're not talking about meaningful connections and using that as a springboard toward meaningful conversations, then what are you doing? Obsidian, I am so glad that you brought that up. Um, somewhere in the future, I would love to have a discussion with you about meaningful um, connections in in that of the sort i would love to get off into that and to the brother b i'm not telling you guys how to run your channel but to the brother b i find it interesting that the vlados voices in the room are the guys who least invest they don't want to they don't want to put themselves out there they don't want to put their face their name nothing about them but they got so much to say they're so opinionated they can always do it better. They have all the answers, but they're not in the arena. They're in the cheap seats of life. Mm all right well obsidian we greatly greatly appreciate you Absolutely. for coming through um for this discussion and let us know uh when you want to do something with the um with the meaningful connections um idea because i think that would be a really good conversation to have we'd love to do it okay sounds good we'll and, uh, and, and b you can join us you can cam you can get it you can show your picture you can give us your name you can let us know about your life Anytime you're ready, brother. You know how to find me. Thanks a lot, ladies. I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, we appreciate you. Um, I, I would like to say that um, I thought that this was a phenomenal discussion and panel, like, way better than I even anticipated. Whoa. I know. Um, yeah, it was pretty, pretty dope. I do want to clear up a few things, though. Like, this is not an attack on pick me women, first of all, at all whatsoever. Like, the premise was really them being used um, in a sense and, you know, being used to do some dirty work. That's what we were necessarily highlighting. And we talked about the benefits of them being in the space. We talked about the benefit of men having women advocating for them. 
coming to their defense, empathizing with them, you know, siding with them, pushing their messaging, how that could benefit the space, how that benefits Black women, how that benefits the community. Please listen to the entire context of the um, stream if you haven't already done so. Don't just don't just go off of the title of the stream because that does not at all give you any um, indication of what the context of our stream was about. We did a stream a few uh, streams ago, and I saw I think it was Tabitha. She was kind. Of, she felt some type of way about the title of the stream. But please never go off the titles of our streams because you'll be pleasantly surprised, or sometimes not so pleasantly surprised, by the context of the conversation contained within. And so also, I wanted to say, even, even as it relates to Pearlie, um, you know, and then I'm not just really, you know, going to go off into anything regarding her, but we don't have a problem giving props where props are due. We did a subsequent squint stream, not about Pearlie, but about white women and where Black women, people thought it was going to be a trolling stream. That's why I said, Facts. listen to the context of our streams, because y'all never know where we're going to go. And we take responsibility for that because we do troll and we do like to play with y'all. We have wonderful sense of humor and we like to play off of that sometimes and we enjoy it. But we talked about how Black women can actually benefit from white women. Not to say, and I know, and this is coming from a conscious Black women, like I ain't down with the squirrel. I don't really rock with them like that, but there are some things that they do well, just like there are an abundance of things that we do wonderfully well. There are some things that they do that it'd be like, hmm, if I implement that, you know, that could possibly work for me. And I don't feel like we should discount it because of who they are, but I feel like that could be applicable to any group. If we see a group that does something that's well, that, that does something and does it well, like we should look at it and be like, this may be something that I could apply in my life or we should apply in our communities that could benefit our communities. So I just say all that to say, we have no problem giving props where props are due. Again, this was a wonderful conversation. Great, great, great topic. Great idea coming up with this, Danny, because this was dope. Oh, I'm so glad that you enjoyed. I enjoyed it too. Um, very special shout out to Uncle Stu. Um, thank you so much for even joining us today, Uncle Stu. He said, salute, salute, uh, supporting the show. Thank you so much. Um, shout out to everybody who came through on the panel. It was a really good conversation. It was a, it was a dope conversation. I, it turned out better than I, I thought it would too. So. Oh, okay. Um girl you know i got to pull it up child because i don't never have nothing up when i need to oh but shout out to abdul thank you so much for the cash app we really appreciate it thank you um but yeah it was a dope show shout out to the chat y'all <laughs> we'll child the damn chat be rough honey we talk about y'all talk about us the chat be rough stressing honey the chat is stressful honey I think we got the realest chat over here, though. I we, chat don't let nobody get away with nothing. So. We do. I rocks with the chat, baby. <laughs> they don't play no games. Baby, they gonna call you out on some mess. They gonna call you out on stuff you ain't even be here, child. Listen. Listen. It was somebody that was like, I'm sitting and talking about y'all. Y'all the ones that, that ain't that attractive. Y'all the ones that's uh oh, not even so. so I'm like, well, God damn. Because maybe he ain't damn sure ain't talking about me. I'm fine as hell. Y'all ain't seen me. <laughs> like, mm. 
Who lied? Mm. Like, baby, I may not be a guy, but I ain't um, not that attractive. I'm baby, somebody consider you something, honey. Somebody I'm snatched you up. Cute. Like, who lied? I'm pretty freaking cute. Cute, girl, stylish. I be smart. hollering. Like, girl, like, y'all, who lied? Child, they be trying to whoop us over I here, honey. This chat, this chat be like, like, I'm going to tell you something. I said they will say stuff that ain't even true. This chat be lying. Like, I may not be fine, but I'm pretty fucking cute. <laughs> like, Concrete, you so, must not be in the house. Girl, I'm in my car. Why <laughs> 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 are your business? Don't be busting me out. I was like, wait a minute, girl. Language. 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 The way she running in my mouth, she came me at home. <laughs> Listen, I grow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. But then y'all be talking about y'all be trolling us. Hell, y'all be trolling us too. Shit. <laughs> so he's talking about y'all, but y'all got a manly looking um white women up in the space that y'all hailing as queen. Y'all be oh, concrete, don't like, do I it. Cannot. I'm about this, to get in trouble. Listen, I'm just saying, like, you see what type of stuff they be talking? Baby, y'all blind as bats. I'm just gonna say that. Mm, mm, mm. But, um, oh, you're a damn <laughs> He's such a hater. He's a hating. Oh, he's a hating. <laughs> if y'all aren't doing anything tonight, I'm going to post it on our community tab. We will be live on Black Wizard's channel. Uh, where he will interview us and we're going to talk hella shit about y'all again. And we want y'all to come through and listen to us talk shit about y'all. So um, it's going to be a good stream. And you know, Black Wizard be trying to hold us accountable, child. Y'all come on, come through. Um, we'll definitely post it in the community tab. But uh, shout out to everybody who came through. We love y'all. We love y'all. Y'all are people. And um, this was a good stream. Go check us out on Tough Talk TV. We did two streams over there. Um, they were really good. So go check those out and hit the like button if y'all haven't, which y'all be hating on us because y'all don't be hitting the like button. It's so weird to me because y'all do it in other people chat, but whatever. But y'all gonna hit this shit. Hit it. So yeah, that's all I got. But uh, yeah, y'all have a great uh, rest of the week and we will see y'all um, tonight on Black Wizard Stream. Um, we out. This is the part where concrete usually be like, bye. So I'm going to say it for bye. Okay, bye.